And welcome back to Scav Talk, everyone. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing a video that Nice Guy put out where he asked 10 questions from Nikita. And one of the specific questions was regarding the armor hit zone boxes coming soon to Escape from Tarkov. Also in said video, we have another important thing that's caused a little bit of a stir in the community about arena and stash sharing with the EFT main game. So we'll have a little, little think about that. And after that, Church thinks flechettes are OP. Shocking. Real. <laughs> Click now. <laughs> we'll be discussing uh, my thoughts on that and see what Giga's opinion is as well. And then I guess tangentially related to that, we'll have a broader discussion about armor damage and some of its calculations, which I've been working through a little bit. I haven't come to any solid mm. conclusions yet, but it's kind of the outcome from... A recent video that I made, and so I think there's some there's some interesting stuff in there, and definitely some interesting discussionary points that I would like to to air before I do any more deep diving. So that's all what we have coming up for you, lovely people today. So I guess we jump straight in with nice guy and his Q and A. I suppose um, I actually feel a bit bad because on stream someone said, "Hey, have you seen the nice guy video?" And I just had seen on Twitter that Nikita had said. Q&A maybe sometime, question mark. A nice guy had written something back along the lines of, oh, a Q&A, that sounds really good. And we're going to make a video now. And I was like, oh, he's he literally, is he just like put together like a one minute and a half thing about, there's going to be a Nikita Q&A. By the way, Sons of Soonbirch, bye, see you later. Right? And yeah, then, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I, and I felt bad because that's kind of what I assumed. Mm -hmm. And someone was like, no, 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 it's legit questions. And I went to look and it's like 10 minutes long with like an actual, mm. it was a Q&A of its own, but yeah. you know, not, it was like with Nikita, so I was like, oh, okay, I completely misread that, actually. Like, I um, apologize, not that he even heard me say it, but <laughs> apologize from myself to Nolan for you know, discrediting him and assuming that he right. did something out just like news-based that we were maybe getting talk off TV, and it was actually something legitimate. But, um, I mean, I don't know, before we delve into the, the hitboxes specifically, because I think that's the, it's the one that I think is probably the biggest. I mean, should we just like whip through? Because I, yeah, I wrote down a very... It. A very quick line about each one. Yeah, so just so. because. Yeah, um, I th I thought it was maybe interesting just for maybe people who haven't seen it and helps frame that discussion. So, mm -hmm. I mean, this is going to be real short, right? So, if you want the details, go and watch his video. It's ten minutes long. You know, Nolan's always very short anyway on the information that he gives. So, for for ten minutes, there's quite a lot in there. But the very short answers are: he asked about Lightkeeper. He said it's soon TM. It sounds like they may have got it built, but the timing is off. And they'll release things in the game when they want to release things into the game. So, you know, maybe maybe it's done. I, I don't really know. But um, soon TM. Yeah. Then the Streets iteration is still planned for this year, uh, apparently. And they're just going to do it as soon as they can, supposedly. Then there's, they have some questions about like helicopters and taxiing people from one place to another, which I'd actually kind of forgotten was going to be in the game. But there were certain things about how some of the in-game transport won't necessarily take you to extract. It'll just maybe move you around the map or... Um, all that kind of thing. Um, was there also another one? Oh, yeah, no, that's a bit later. So, yeah, then the, the unconscious state is still being worked on. Fine. Um, the custom hitboxes, which is basically what we're going to be talking about in detail, so I'll, I'll leave that for a second, but that's basically the armor the armor hitboxes. Um, the other section of that, which is custom pouches, you can have a, a rig, and it's just like a set of straps, basically, and then you attach pouches to it. Apparently, this is delayed. It sounds kind of delayed permanently. He said there's more important stuff to work on, and that's the other half of what we're going to talk about, but that's not coming. I, to be honest, I don't think it's that important. So, yeah. Machine gun boss and explosives not going to be in the first situation in the streets. Fine. 
NPC factions that are coming in secret, fine. Um, <laughs> Labs maybe has more than two maps connected to it, so we know Factory and Streets will be connected to it, but he inferred that there was maybe more. Um, and that there's there's going to be new X. And this is actually kind of interesting because this is a bit more like those sort of challenge free roams that people make where extracts only take you to certain maps. You can't always go to your hideout. You know, like I imagine I, the one that I thought in my head, right? Path to Lighthouse, Path to Shoreline. That's like a classic. Yeah. Goes from the map to the other map. You right. can't go to your, your stash in between kind of thing. Whereas if you go into a bunker, like, you know, 12, 13, or 14 on customs, that will probably right. take you to the hideout, that kind of thing. So that's kind of interesting. Um, they're going to add radios. You can eavesdrop. They're not going to be like full radios. They're going to simplify it so you don't have to be an expert in ra- ra- whatever you call a radio person. I, don't, I like literally lost, I've lost the word. Um, but you can eavesdrop and jam and stuff. So it's going to be yeah. a, it's going to be a simple version of that, which is, you know could be cool. I don't know. Um, and then they talked a little bit about the arena crossover of gear, which we'll we'll talk about in a bit. So. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Church, have you got anything else to add to that? I think that's the very brief summary. If I missed anything critical, no. I mean, that's kind of it. I mean, I, I, I kind of wish that, or I feel like maybe there's a bit of a missed opportunity in Nice Guys content to like have just the raw questions from Nikita. Um, but I, that's definitely not his content. But I, I don't know. I think that would might have like, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how a video like that would perform on his channel, like a thirty minute uncut you know discord recording nikita lights icon lighting up and nolan's the guy you know i don't know but um yeah i'm I'm glad that custom pouches delay because nikita made it seem like hey it's not a big feature because i also think it's kind of not like the systems we have now does it pretty well like it'd be really cool but it's kind of a cherry on top thing so um other than that i mean radios you know rp man let's go dude i can like be fully immersed now my immersion dude is going to be increasing it'd be kind of fun to be able to maybe talk to like other usex or something on the map when you like spawn yeah. in or something and yeah, it's kind yeah. of an extension of voip almost you know yeah like try and make I mean, friends but you're not even next to each other and then you could get betrayed over over radio I don't, I don't know yeah i mean it's it's cool i mean i just i do feel like it won't be like hey is anyone on this channel and like no one brought the radio equipment in because <laughs> There's kind of no point, you know, everyone's in the team and Discord call, so I feel like it won't be, but it's cool, you know, it, it could be, it could lead to some cool experiences, so. No one's, no one's ringing the radio because it's putting them over the overweight thresholds, <laughs> they've got all their special slots completely empty to try and stay right. under, you know, 0. 0.02 of a gram after which oh you go overweight. God, yeah, exactly. It'd be kind of fun. What, what I would kind of like with that is if they did some stuff to force you to use them. I don't know how that would work exactly, but maybe make. I don't know, certain extracts we have to call in or something like that. So you could then like oh, listen to yeah. the line because then Imagine. you kind of need to force people to use it, right? And then um, people to have to give their location away because that would be kind of neat. Uh, something like that. I don't know. Or maybe, cool. yeah, if you call in like airdrops or whatever using thing. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just like yeah, randomly yeah, yeah, yeah. brainstorming. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, uh, it does, it does sound kind of neat, but we'll see. We'll see what's coming. It's another funny one of those things. It's just like doesn't seem like a super core feature to me, but right, you know, like it, it, it could it is lead to something like really big, like in a more open world environment. Mm. Oh, that's perhaps true. you know, in a more like persistent game, perhaps you know, but mm. um, yeah, because you know, Russ has like telephones in different. Like you can build oh, a telephone. It? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And the different locations have physical telephones, and you can call people, like just ring the telephone 
and it's it's kind of cool uh so just like different you know people could like call like the trading post like hey mm-hmm. can you buy me this this i'll do this or like hey i'll pick you up in a taxi and you pay me this like there's there's kind of cool stuff that can happen like that but you need a lot of like supporting content to make it you know meaningful i guess but anywho mm-hmm. on to the more interesting part of the video i i think we both agree is the Armor hitboxes are coming soon, which we've talked about a little bit before. And I think our sort of initial fear, if you will, is that it will make a lot of armors less good than they are mm-hmm. already are. Like, for example, I guess like slick plate carrier is already not really used a lot. <laughs> like I mean, I've, yeah. I've gotten one from a quest. I don't remember where, but it's kind of just sitting in my stash. You know, I just, I really don't like the idea of dying in three shots to, you know, M80 or I don't know if BP can do it. I don't even know if M80 can do it in three shots. I'm kind of just spitting out what I think may be the case. But I, it's just like stomach armor feels really important since they did the rework, I feel like, anyways. So, yeah, exactly. I don't know. So ever since they did that change where getting your stomach, or getting, I mean, any limb, to be honest, right, but the right. stomach obviously more importantly, um, just for those who either forgot or, or don't remember or weren't around when, when that happened, previously, when your a limb got blacked out and it took damage, that damage propagates through the rest of the body. Obviously, your thorax and your head, if they go to zero, outside of the bleeding thing, if you get shot and it goes to zero, then you die, right? Your legs have a one times multiplier, and that splashes damage through to the rest of the body in a percentage as to how much, like max HP, that limb has. And then the arms are 0.7 and the stomach is 1.5. So shooting somebody in the arms is actually less effective. Shooting someone in the legs is as normal. Shooting someone in the stomach is more effective. And the problem that used to happen, which is why it was a bug, was. Even other limbs that were blacked used to take damage. Mm-hmm. But then because they were blacked, they didn't take any. So if you were just a, a head and a thorax at full HP and you had blacked arms and black legs and black stomach and you got shot in the leg, then all it would do was give your thorax or it would allocate your thorax and your head the percentage of a full PMC HP's worth of that damage and the rest of it would just disappear into the black arms and legs so you'd actually only take a fraction of the damage and what that used to do is that would make well i mean it made leg meta nowhere near as good and people were really spongy when they were really really close to death actually you'd hardly take any damage if you were really the closer you got to death the less damage you took from black damage so it was crazy so once they changed that so that now the damage redirects all all in, only into the healthy body parts. It dramatically changed the way that shotguns function, for example, and made them a lot more scary. So people used to be able to use slicks and stuff all the time before, not really realizing why, but it just seemed to work. No one yeah. really questioned it. And then they changed it, and everyone started dying. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, yeah, you get shot in the stomach. As you're saying, you know, you get shot in the stomach a couple of times, it really starts to ramp up, right? Like, you get your stomach blacked out with an M80, the next round is going to do 120 damage to your PMC. And we're talking big chunks now. We're talking 25% of your health disappearing in one go. More than, more than, in fact. Um, so you die very, very quickly, even to big rounds, but they're, you know, single shot. But, you know, you imagine getting shot 
with Magnum Bug. Like you can yeah, just, you oof. can just you can just instantly die. Yeah, like it's it's pretty insane. Um, so yeah, so I guess that's the uh, what were we talking about ex- exactly at the beginning? Oh yeah, because of the the um, the changes. Yeah, we were talking about how some of the armor will potentially not be really used um and yeah. the sticks are already you know any of those right. armors that are really a so it's basically a combination of two things it's perfect storm right it's like a is really expensive and b only protect the thorax like thorax only is is fine so long as you're not like heartbroken when somebody magnum bucks you right it's like the mmac i've been using them just because they've been coming out of the moonshine and i'm not going to sell them so i'm just gonna i just use them on various runs and like yeah don't use them in factory but i use them outside on shoreline or customs <laughs> or whatever and it's okay you know like, they're, they're all right, right but they don't cost 300k as well so it's like that's kind of all right um because back in the day i mean it's and it is it is still kind of a thing i suppose it is still kind of a thing but people always used to say like you only ever want thorax protection yes. because the stomach can get blacked out and then you can repair it and that's fine but if you take stomach damage when you've got thorax and stomach armor the thorax shots are more deadly because yeah. you might die from the thorax shot because of the shared the shared hitboxes, mm-hmm. um, which used to kind of suck. But that argument now, because the stomach thing is so crazy, it's still it's still relevant for arms. It's still relevant for arms because you still get 0.7 from arms. So it's actually better to have your arm blacked, bizarrely, and you don't want to take the thorax damage. So the arms armor is all always bad, unless it's got mega durability, in which case then it doesn't matter as much. Um, well, it's still strong before, because we used to always jokingly say the best armor is your arms, because... It's like you never want like previously you never wanted to wear arm armor because yeah. that was like free you could just negate free damage. <laughs> if they blacked yeah. your arm, you would just negate damage and whereas now it's like it's still kind of true but I do feel like there is some more you know it, it maybe nuance now. Yeah, a little bit more nuance. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. Yeah, and um, and because uh, for me, I think that the big armor is like I, I said this in my guide the other day. I think that the Redoute T5 and the mm-hmm. Zabralo yeah. are actually good because actually good, yeah. they take they take so many shots. You don't sacrifice that much on the thorax. Like what what you don't want to happen is somebody to shoot you two times or three times in the arm and then just one shot you in the chest. That's yes, what you don't want to happen. But that doesn't happen scenario. with the big ones, and that's why the armor like the Osprey sucks. Um, <laughs> Because it's like low durability and it's arms and no stomach. Like, oh yeah, no, like it's I, really, I really wish I had stomach. Some people, I know like Tig swears by the one that's class five with arms armor and thorax I only. Know, I don't know, dude. It just, I really don't like having stomach protected. I think just... like maybe if you're cracked and maybe if you're like a top level player and you're like an FPS god mm-hmm. that you are winning more fights because you don't get blacked arms. Whereas... See, more often, yeah, more often I'm just going, like, eyes closed, left mouth <laughs> down, you know? Well, that's, a, that's the thing I do wonder, is I don't know the science behind it, but what I think happens is when you get hit, because sometimes I'll get hit, but not realize until after the firefight's over and I won, and I check and I see I've taken a little bit of thorax damage, and my armor's, like, hit by, like, you know, went from 40 points to 31 points or something. But I never like felt that right. Um, yeah. Whereas like if you get hit and you don't have armor, you get like the blurry screen. You know your gun goes all over the place. What I'm wondering is if if you have arm armors and you get hit in the arm, do you not get any like visual, you know, blur shake? In other words, mm-hmm. it's like is it maybe more advantageous 
for people to do trades like that and like these like you know right side peak where they can only see your arms and your thorax and i don't know that's just kind Maybe. of a something i would like to test now that we're yeah. talking about it but yeah that's interesting that's interesting i don't know i don't know actually um but yeah, no, that's, uh, that'd, be, that'd be cool to look at. But yeah, like circling right back to the beginning of what we were saying. So the reason why this, this hitbox thing is going to really change it up, and the reason why Church brought up the slick in the first place, I presume, is because the slick is one of the very smallest pieces of armor. I mean, I know yes. that I've had lots of comments, uh, lots of discussions with people in the comments about various things about armor, about which ones have which plates, and even on the armors that look quite big, like most of it's just kind of soft armor, so it's like pack a level, you mm-hmm. know, just Kevlar or Aramid or something in all of the filler areas. So even though it looks big, it may not be. It's only hard, like, classics, class five plates in certain areas. And, you know, they're those, like, proper ones that you see. I think those are, like, the American-style plates anyway that you have that, like, very specific sizing, whatever. I don't know if it's the same with the Russian ones because a lot of those seem to be kind of, like, inbuilt, especially with like, some of the ceramic ones. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not an expert. I'm honestly not an expert on armor. Hmm. But anyway, the slick is the most obvious example because... Yeah, it's... The, the frame or whatever the container mm-hmm. whatever you would call it is so small and you can ba- it's basically just the plate and yeah. that's it and then some yeah. straps yeah and you just <laughs> slap a load of stuff over, over your front and um and you can see that even from the front i mean i would estimate that probably only 50 percent of your thorax is actually covered by the slick plate and that's even just from the front right so right. from the side there's nothing at all you're yeah. just gonna get shot right it's just your bare your your bare like rib rib cage yeah so someone someone turns up and just uses a shotgun or whatever and you just so happen to be turned to the side you go and die right and there's that (laughs) that, and that'll be it and so i think the first implication of that is that a lot of the armor will just not be very good anymore um and it'll be much cheaper but i do think one of the biggest changes right because we always think of armor and especially people who are gamers first like like me and i presume you as well mm-hmm. um we think of the armors as kind of like their mm-hmm. own individual piece whereas that's not going to be how it how it is because i still think in that frame of mind now because of tarkov and it's just what everything that i've known up until this point whereas we're going to have these kind of frames to put the armor in and then the plates are going to be what's going to be doing the absorption or whatever and so you can like choose where the plates go and how much you're going to put in and and, and that kind of oh, thing so so you're kind of so saying... it's not going to be that i don't think they'll be expensive anymore because you're not going to buy them like preset like they are now is all I mean. So are what are you saying they're going to be customizable? I'm a little confused on what you're saying. Yeah. So if say say they put the the kind of hit boxes in right. and left the system as it is now, mm-hmm. all the armors like the slick would just tank like crazy. Yeah. On price, like no one will buy them anymore. Yeah. And that'll be it. But whereas when about. they change the system, I don't think the slick plate carrier class six like object i don't think that's going to exist anymore i think it's going to be a sick slick plate carrier for however like 15k rubles or something and then that can fit one plate at the front and one plate at the back and then you buy the two plates and maybe they're 30k each for like two class fives or something okay because armor's gonna be it's gonna be worth nowhere near as much yeah i just don't think anyone's gonna be it's like you have the the slick plate rig if you will but Mm. you can you know slick carrier and then you could put different plates in there of different material types and armor classes, if you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like some a of these rigs five are... or class six, whatever you want. Yeah, and you choose the plates. You choose like four okay. plates, five, sixes, whatever, with different durabilities, I guess, as well. Yeah. Um, I would assume that this is the way it's going to be done. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. 
Not all armor will be plate carriers, that's someone said in chat. But I think that's that's also true. So some of it will be inbuilt. So some of like the right. As I said, the Russian ones, which are ceramic, I think they're all kind of mm-hmm. sewn in together. So you're not going to be able to interchange plates there. They just kind of come as, yeah. as they are, um, which is which is fair. Uh, I think that's going to be the case. And then some of them are going to have, as I said, like class two, maybe around the, the rib area, and then it will be class four at the front and back or whatever. So yeah, I think we'll it's going to depend, which is kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> it is kind of, I mean, dude, that's going to make things so much more complicated. Like just take the rack rig, for example, the, the 6B40 three or 6p3tm <laughs> thank you thank you. You, you the rat rig you know what i'm talking about i know <laughs> like the maybe the front and the back are class four but like the sides is like class one or class two made of um aramid or something you know and how does that work for repairing does it repair everything equally Ooh. like what's the durability for each of these individual different classes yeah. and armor types like I, it's it's gonna make things way more complicated um which yes. is kind of like the quote-unquote issue i see with this is it makes things like like yes it increases depth but also makes things more uh what's the word i'm looking for complicated you with random because that's the problem that I that's, have. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Because what's going to feel like is, damn, he just hit the gap in between my body armor and I just got one tapped. And it's like, I mean, yes, this is the thing is like, you know, to be fair, there's not a lot of bullets, especially now with the ballistic system, that can like one tap, does 85 damage and above. I mean, I can't really think of one besides like shotgun slugs as 23 yeah i mean yeah right shotguns Craft right. 10 any pellet any any pellet pmc kill speed run any percent <laughs> wait trap 10 how much how much 87 damage? yeah but you gotta be close right because of the you do have to be really close yeah but it's gonna just one shot everyone in the thorax oh my god but like no like rifle rounds for this example you know there's not really any that are like someone says warm age i mean i doesn't that do like 85 and then falls off let's have a little look where's the threshold so 762 by 39 hp Mm. see this is the interesting thing is you got bcpfmj with 88 warmageddon with 88 300 whisper with 90 (laughs) see i don't know because these are like historically right. Five <gasps> seven R thirty seven F with ninety eight, dude. That's gonna be a shredder. Do you see that's, that's really a shredder scary. already? But like, what's and like, what are the pins on some of these? They're probably like under twenty, right? Oh yeah, they're really low. Yeah, and it's like, do you pick the RNG round that will one tap them if you hit them in the right pixel, or do you pick the consistent Good. round? I th- I think most people go the consistent round, but I'm telling you, when this change comes out, people are not gonna like everyone using the RNG round. Or I shouldn't say everyone. That, that that that's wrong. People using the RNG rounds because it's just gonna be like mm, my skill ceiling, my skill gap. I know, trust me, I'm this type of person. I know what the people are gonna say. They're gonna <laughs> say this thing, and it's like I don't know if that's right or wrong. Like in terms of like it's being like a good thing for the game, like. But I just, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. And it it could just be like, 
it may just like overly simplify things where it's like you don't need an ammo chart anymore just shoot them just shoot them lol just hold mouse one and eventually you'll hit them in the pixel like, it could be that serious who knows we'll mm, see yeah i'm sure there's gonna be some meta armor that's like you know class whatever and it covers like 98 percent of your body parts upper body i'm sure there's gonna be something like this and imagine making the video already don't you worry <laughs> <laughs> hello everybody and welcome <laughs> This armor is particularly good because all of the rounds that do 85 and above have less than 20 pen, which means you want class 2 protection across everywhere. And then you also have class 5, 6, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like, uh, I was just quickly looking through all these because you're like, oh, you know, most of these are going to suck on penetration or whatever. And uh, I'm like, mm, okay. And then I was just had in my mind the juice cannon, the juice cannon foul with BCP FMJ <laughs> with its 88 damage and 31 pen. Just, it's just, just ah, grinding I'm... through people, dude. I don't know, dude. Because like yeah. the MCX with that one round whisper, like that one sounds really scary because yeah. that thing shoots fast. The P90, um, I mean nine by nineteen rip with hundred and two. I mean, this just sounds really Added, like an MP5 SD. <sighs> sounds spicy, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's like Hydra okay. Shock ACP uh, the four point forty five Hydra Shock, hundred and five damage. This is the thing. Do you wear a Paca? Let's just assume for a second that Packa covers the majority of your your body, like your upper torso and your lower stomach, back, sides, all around. Like, I don't know if you can shoot someone in the shoulder from, like, you're looking at them and you can see their shoulder and the side of their head, right? If you shoot them in the shoulder, does the bullet travel through their shoulder into their thorax where the armor gap is open so that way their arm can fit through? And does it hit their thorax and one-tap them? Is that how know. that works? I don't know. But anyways, that aside, let's just assume Paca is like the god tier armor, you know, because it stops 98% of RNG bullets hitting your thorax and one tapping you from high flesh rounds. Do you pick the Paca armor that can only stop class two and lose to all the guys running good ammo, right? Like uh, uh, historically good ammo, you know, let's say stuff that can pin to class four, like BP or M80. M62, whatever. Versus, do you wear the class 4 armor that's considered good armor historically, that can stop those rounds on average ish, maybe not BP, but whatever. But you die to the guy running T46 FMJ3 or whatever random ammo that's yeah. in 9x19 or 9x18 or whatever that does 87 damage that hits you in that one spot that's not covered. I just, I don't. It's just going to make it so much more like exactly. it doesn't matter what you wear. It doesn't matter what you shoot, you know, just because it's going to depend on like when the ammo becomes unlocked, what people are using. It's like it's a circular thing. Right? It's like it depends on the player base, which then is going to feed back into itself yeah. in like a recursive loop of me making endless videos. <laughs> it's like, yes, more content. Everyone Keep... needs to run the packer. Oh, now everyone's running the packer. Now you need to run this. Now everyone's running this ammo. Now you need to run the class four. To infinity. Uh, um, Deep Space made a good point in chat, actually. So okay. the issue with the armor hitboxes is that instead of regional protection, is that armors are designed to protect your vitals, not regions of your body. Now, I don't... I am not aware... Because that's a, that's a very fair point. Yep. I'm not aware of any plans to add vital organs to Tarkov. I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about that. Because if not, and I think, that is, I think it is not, that is a very fair point. Because that's the whole the whole point of a yeah. 
you know, a class six right. little plate is that it stops your heart from getting punctured. Yeah. If you take as much damage in the center as you do from it, like wisping through the side of your rib, I know they're both going to be pretty debilitating, but like one is clearly more devastating than the, than the other. other right? Yeah. Um, and so that then kind of goes against the realism, actually, in a sort mm-hmm. of odd way. So we've ended up going one step further, but because we're missing the other segment, right? It actually becomes slightly more problematic. Like I don't, I don't know. Like me, like me personally, right? Let me just let me just say this. I don't think the okay. armor system is actually honestly that bad. Like now, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any need for this. I think they just want to do it. Personally, yeah. <laughs> all that I would care about is that each. I just wish every hitbox had its own durability. That's all. Honestly, I think that's all the game actually needs, from my perspective, because then each piece can protect its hitbox independently from another and you don't have these weird because it's a weird modeling bug really right that a shot in the arm then makes your thorax less protected it doesn't yeah make that sense. doesn't make sense that right. particular piece should protect its uh, the, that hitbox and yes, that hitbox it should, have its, own it should have its exactly mm-hmm. it should have its own damage model the same way a player does outside of that like personally i don't think it's necessary to go this next step and with this point being raised actually kind of makes it a little bit weird in some ways because now we've got the real mechanic but with the gamey damage right, it's always where right. the, it's always where the interface between the real the realism mm-hmm. and the game comes right we talked about this before with damage and pen drop off where it's like the bullets are simulated realistically they've got all the ballistic coefficients they've got you know the the air resist they're slowing down they're like doing you know and then it's like oh but now how do we imp- how do we implement this okay well there's less damage and less pen okay sure but then now that means that because of how that interacts with the armor system and the pen system, which is all just like game numbers, now you can't one-shot someone in a ULAC anymore in the head with a rifle round when it penetrates. So it's like, right. it's always this interface with like the Tarkov, Tarkov land yeah. with the theoretical construct from the beginning, right? And so it's, it's a bit but weird. You're forgetting the famous line is realistic as playable. You know, as long as it's playable, it's, it's fine. Realism. Yeah. Realism, Giga. Indeed. It's going to be a huge shake-up like this. And I just don't know... Well, I mean, it's coming, so there's no point moulding about it. But it's, it's going to be really well... quite crazy. I just can't imagine... Unless there's some... I just can't imagine any armour being really worth it anymore. Unless they do some serious That's reworks the thing, to right? the ballistics and stuff. It's like there's going to be such a minimum threshold, which I think might be like a packer or something. Mm. And like, like that's the new Class 4. Like, just wear a packer because it prevents the rng situation where you get one tapped you know like i just because to me that's that's going to be the most frustrating thing is buying investing in something really valuable whereas previously you know it would it would actually do something right (laughs) but now it does something but only in certain scenarios yeah and i want I want something that's going to be consistent in a game where when I get punished, I'm going to lose content in the game that I've worked for and earned. You know what I mean? I just like, yeah, it just doesn't feel like I I can just feel the meta degrading into Mm -hmm. two people pumping like Magnum buck at each other from 20 meters and whoever manages to get the two lucky pallets first wins. Yeah. I, I mean, can just dude, see that kind of happening. This like leads me into Flashette, but I don't want to go there yet because I don't think we're ready for that. But it's just like, 
that's where I think the beauty of something like Flechette would shine. I mean, maybe not Flechette so much because its damage is kind of low, but it's like you get the best of both worlds. You get overall 200 damage, and you also have, you can pin, you can go straight through class three. Well, 31. Yeah. Yeah. Go straight through class three. 28. 28 Um, is the 50 50 threshold. And then you can, (laughs) I love how you know the exact value. (laughs) And then you can go. So you have you get, like I said you get the best of damage, two hundred is really high, over eight eight pellets. But then you also get class three pin, and then you also get high armor damage. So you destroy their armor. So it's like you, oh, and it's like in a gen, it's in buckshot. So it's like your accuracy. You don't have to be precisely accurate. You know, you just click in the general direction. And there, and then there's like a chance three of your pellets. Wait, four of your pellets could hit them in the pixel spots. Like you, you just do like a. Your overall average effective damage is really good <laughs> compared to like a single shot, high round, low pin bullet. I just I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't seem that good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, we'll come we'll come on to Flechette in a bit. Yeah. Um. No, I I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's going to take a lot of reworking, I think, to get it to function yeah, in no, a way that actually makes sense. I'm just trying to imagine what they're going to do because. I mean, the, these items, these slick items and whatever, are just going to have to disappear shortly. And all we're going to have is They're going to have to the, make them cheaper. Or they're, they're well, just not going to exist. We're going to have the carrier. We're going to have the carrier and then just plates so we can buy. And except for so, some of the armors that are already kind of inbuilt. Maybe you'll be able to buy them and they'll be the items as they are, but like moddable or something. So maybe the slick plate carrier plus the classics plate will still exist from Ragman or, or something. Sure. You could take the plate out and put it in put class five in order. Yeah. I, I guess that sort of makes sense. Well, this it's would, like, like now it's one unit, but you could take them out, I guess. This does raise an interesting question, too, because I wondered when they added... I got really excited when they added the uh, armor repair kit, and it was, like, a bag with plates in it in the picture. Mm. Like, oh my god, can we take this in a raid and, like, repair our armor mid-raid? And so I wonder if in the future you can do the Call of Duty hot swap plates, you know, where you take your slick and... You brought in a class four plate and you got a backup, or you brought in a class six plate and you got a backup class four in your backpack. Whatever. I mean, that would be cool to be able to like, if assuming you don't get shot in the unprotected spots and instantly die. I mean, it just comes back to, to your point or the point that um, what, what was his name that brought up in chat? I want to get his name. Deep space. Oh, deep space. Yeah. It's like you know they're meant to protect the vital parts, but basically Tarkov is saying your whole thorax is the vital part. So it's like. Yeah. I just I can't see a a case where you would run something that doesn't cover like more than eighty percent of your thorax. Yeah, even exactly. eighty seems low. I just don't know how whether some of the armors may have a hundred percent coverage, but it will be class two everywhere. Because then that's kind of the situation you're thinking of, right? Yeah. Where you've got a, a paco everywhere, but then you've got some other spots, the center spots where you're most likely to be shot covered with four, five, six, whatever it may be. And maybe that's the maybe that's the trade off that you have to that you have to take. You know, it's the the armors that all right, we're gonna have to see how they implement it. Or maybe it'll just be the usual thing of you've got an armor that only has very small hitboxes, so that's kind of cheap, but then you've got one that covers everything, but then you can also add other stuff and that's more expensive, you know, and it's sort of done by economics and price point that kind of thing but you could still be shot through the class two bit with somebody with a 7.62 ps round so to speak and it'll work that way uh i don't know 
I'm not sure. It's going to be interesting to see how to balancing this is going to be tricky because it's the it's probably going to be the one of the biggest overhauls to the game. Yeah, it's going to be such. I mean, like I'm kind of excited for it because it will be like such a big meta shift. But I kind of feel like the meta shift is just going to be not really that interesting and more like a broad, like nothing really matters. Like you should probably favor these types of weapons and. But shotguns like maybe you know? but it's i mean it's just so hard to speculate i think it's just it it's is. incredibly it hard is. to speculate because it's going to depend i can all like the only thing that i can say with almost certainty mm-hmm. is that there will be a combination of weapon and ammunition that is incredibly broken mm-hmm. and just one taps everybody whether it's the p90 with the flesh round in it whether it's right. shotgun whether it's something else entirely you know, whether every armor comes with class, you know, all the armors that people use come with class two. And so you just use a class three busting round right. and just spray them down. You know, you use or like just match of MJ out of a UMP and the UMP meta continues. Like, I, I don't know. It's there's right. lots of ways that it could go, but it's going to some it's not going to be perfect. There's no way it will be perfectly balanced to begin with. There's absolutely no way. And they need. They need. To actively tweak it, they cannot just leave it for a whole wipe. Oh my god, because the ballistics have been the same for ages. Yeah, like I don't think they've ever changed it really, right? Because originally used to have the biggest couple of armors. The biggest change they've done is the the ballistics rework with um, damage fall off and pin fall off of range. True, but it's still the same fundamental system. Right, the thing about you know with the penetration and da da da, and like armor covers the whole thing, and you can't just be. If you're wearing a class six, you can't just be two shots of the thorax unless they're wearing, unless they're using very high pin rounds. I mean, this really does mix it up. One thing really I want to ask you about this is mm. how does fragmentation play into this? I hope and I don't really know much about fragmentation. I mean, I know that anything below twenty pin fragmentation doesn't work. It's like a built-in bug, I guess, but. <laughs> Bug uh, feature, yeah. Yeah, it's weird stuff. But anything above 20 pin, roughly, I think, fragmentation does work. And fragmentation is just a chance to apply a crit, essentially, which is a 1.5 modifier. So you, you're, you know, rounded to 60 damage, now does 90 damage. But if I understand it correctly, and I might be completely messing this up here, but the once the frag procs, it fires like a separate I shouldn't say it fires a separate projectile appears and travels to the target and hits the target again like it, it there's like two separate counts of that damage is that, that correct that, oh, well, it's kind of within the player's body and it's it's on it's kind of on impact but yes okay. so you have two and I think you can technically have more um yeah that's what I thought as but well but they all they all sum up as far as so from as far as I've spoken to the people who actually know about this stuff. Mm-hmm. You can I think you can have more than two, but they all the total damage sums up to one and a half times. So there are some complicated situations where something can penetrate and fragment, and then maybe go out and hit another body part or something. But like normally, because it's such a small chance, you just say it's one and a half times. Um, but I think there's some rounds that can fragment into like three parts, but the total damage is still one and a half times. You know what I mean? So like those are the weird scenarios of like the overpen or penetrate, not overpen. That's the wrong word, but you know, penetrating and then it going through and then hitting another another body part or a fragment coming off and hitting another body part is like kind of chaotic. There's a 
yeah, it's like split. Uh, yeah, it splits into multiple shards, as someone said. But um, I don't think it's really that important, practically speaking. Or, or if it is, we don't understand enough about the system to make any conclusions. Is all I would say. So fragmentation is quite simplistic if you're just looking at it in a generalistic sense, because you can see on the end screen that that fragmentation exists and it exists in projectiles because it it screws up the accuracy count. Well, it doesn't screw up the accuracy count, but it, you get hit count based right. on all bullets which includes fragments and so this is what leads to some confusion when people say look at my end screen i hit the guy nine times but i only did this damage it doesn't make sense and it's like oh well you actually have to look at your you know shots fired and your actual accuracy stat and multiply them together that tells you how many actual rounds you connected to the target because the the number of projectiles that hit metric includes fragmentation which can confuse the topic so Sometimes that yeah leads people down the wrong path, but other than that, it's just a one and a half crits for for all intents and purposes, at least how I use it anyway. But I do I do believe that there is more magic in the background than that, and there's potentially magic things that can happen. But I I don't understand it enough to tell you if there's any big big I don't know practical takes from that. I don't, I don't think there are. I don't think there's anything important well, enough. Let me ask you this, because you said something, and I want to make sure I'm understanding what you're saying. You're saying there are some cases where a bullet can fragment, it can hit a different part of the initial point of impact? I believe, so I think a fragment can then hit a different body part. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can be shot in the arm, I think, and it can fragment and then hit your thorax as well, I think. Now, Whether that's just the main bullet or not, I'm, I, I can't remember. I can't remember what people okay. have said about this, but um, or whether it is the fragments, whether the fragments are able to do that too. I imagine they probably are. I don't know. Because my, my follow-up to this is, is there a case, you know, a scenario where you shoot someone in this new system, mind you, this new armor hitbox system, you shoot someone, you hit them, and the bullet fragments and it fragments into the one part of their body that's not protected and you kill them off a fragment because of that I mean, it's possible i suppose but the fragment will have the fragment will at least if there's to so say it fragments into two parts it'll mm. be at least 75 percent of the original shot right you know because so the two fragments need... total 150 yeah so you would need something that hits i mean if, if someone was full health Right. You'd need something that hits for 85 divided by 0 0.75 originally uh, to make that actually make sense. Right? So it'd need to be, it would, it would be need to hit for 113. Yeah. I don't think there are any rounds above 20 pen that hit for 113. Yeah. Except for yeah. maybe shotgun slugs, as we were saying. Well, but again, they don't have over, I don't, well, maybe FTX. Like the make, if you shot someone with makeshift BMG. Potentially. With 26 pen, it did uh -huh. 197 damage and split with the frag chance of 5%. You could, in theory, okay. thread the needle through their bicep and into their thorax soft spot and kill them, I guess. I guess. So pretty pretty um, not likely if they have full HP in the thorax, is what you're I saying. Think it's pretty un I think it's very fringe. I yeah. think it's a very fringe yeah. case, and it's very okay. unlikely that that's going to happen in the first place. Whether it's even possible, like I actually can't remember now because... There's some things in this game that still seem kind of arcane, even to the right. people who <laughs> delve into the stuff in the background. One of them yeah. is fragments, and the other one is um, ricochet. Yeah, the I'm two things surprised. that people don't really seem to know mm -hmm. how they work. 
Um, even people who like seem to know how everything works. So, yeah, the magic source. Yeah. Not, 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 you know, Nikita's, Nikita's family secret, seven herbs and spices, not now, revealed. To, to sort of jump back to what you were saying earlier, that how the ballistic system hasn't changed. I know a lot of people, well, people like Veritas, for example, I think he's like, you know, questioned or maybe even called for having the fragmentation feature work on these rounds below 20 pin. Um, at least I think that's the case. I might be wrong about that, but and to my knowledge, the key has always been like, well, we're going to do a major ballistics overhaul system later, you know? Mm. And that's like, how does, you know, the future, <laughs> we got the armor hitbox zone. Maybe we got the fragmentation of the round on a 20 pin. Cause like, in theory, right, like rip ammo, and I think maybe the nine millimeter, but definitely the the shotgun slug. If fragmentation worked, which it has a hundred percent chance, but it doesn't proc, you would be able to one tap people with it in the stomach or legs, right? If I remember the the damage values correctly. So I was so nine by nineteen rip is a hundred and two damage base with a hundred percent frag chance. And then the shotgun rip is 200. It's quite high. 265 damage. Yeah. I think you probably would one shot someone in the stomach with it. So 265 damage. If it was 100% frag chance, then that means that it would automatically do 397.5 damage, which is definitely going to one shot someone because that means you only need another 40 and a little bit. And mm-hmm. you're going to black the stomach with the first, was it 70? 65, 70? I can't remember what the stomach is. Is it 70? I think it might be 70. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. So you're gonna yeah. you're gonna deal, you're already dealing basically 400 damage. So minus 70 off that. Well, you've got 330 left that then gets applied at 1.5 times. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty nuts. So yeah. you're gonna end up dealing like that plus the 70 back. It's like 565 if you shoot someone in the stomach with a rip slug. Pretty brutal stuff. Pretty brutal. Um, which is but that's weird, right? Because hundred percent fragmentation. Like, what's even the point? You may as well not make it fragmented. Right. Just damage it value. might not even... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't really Same make thing. any sense. Yeah. I mean, I guess... Whatever. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, we'll I just thought that was interesting because, you know, it's just... It's almost like, you know, you just have to, like, huff the copy and be like, ah, they got it all figured out. You know, they're gonna... It's gonna all come together. And maybe it will, but it just... I don't know. It just... It's like they're winging it, and that's fine. You know, it's fine to wing it. I mean, gosh, what do you think we do on here? I'm winging it right <laughs> now, baby. But I just like, I just, as you said, I really hope they're going to be live tweaking this. Not no, like, we're going to go dark for three months when this goes out. Because I just, I think, I really think it could be such a this is the thing, right? sad, it's like, whiny wipe, dude. I just hope that they've learned their lessons and they don't go. It was tested on ETS for three months with five mm. people who spent three minutes a week on it, right? And then it comes to the live game and they're like, well, it was tested on ETS, so what are you complaining about? And it's like, ETS isn't, the, isn't a good way to get your stuff tested. It isn't. It really isn't. And you, mm-hmm. the real test is in live. ETS should be making sure that things function and then yeah. balance needs to be done live. There's right. no way that you can get right. balance done in ETS because ETS is kind you of stupid. such a small like, sample as well, yeah. ETS. And it's like, it's not like, it's not like things are, 
you know, it's, it's, it's just it's just a bad it's just a bad it's thing. Not like, people a real don't really play TF2. Of yeah. Real, yeah. Sure. And people don't play like they're surely not playing the raids the same way. Like, it it right. doesn't matter, right? It's not their actual account. So <laughs> when I play ETS, I'm getting all the loot and all the gear. I'm getting max <laughs> craters by the end of the ETS test. Dude, can you imagine it's... camping Emacom in an ETS? That would be so <laughs> be funny. So toxic, dude. That would be so toxic. Imagine, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh man. It's great. So good. So good. So yeah, and that's that. I think that's probably covered it. I mean, yeah. that's as much speculation as I'm able to do with the yeah. information we have on how it might work. We'll see, what man. The problems might be. We'll yeah, see. we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to give us right. something to talk about at least. So there's that. Um, something new, you know. Something, something new. new. As I said, I don't think it's. I don't think it's necessarily necessary, but mm-hmm. it, it's coming and they want it there. So yep. we're just going to have to adapt and get good, you know. Otherwise, it's a skill issue. <laughs> Uh, speaking of I skill issues, I got shot through the tiny crack in the plate. <laughs> skill issue. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna no. happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Speaking of skill issues, um, arena, arena, the arena chat from the community. Relatively so this... big topic on Twitter, actually. Yeah, yeah. This came from Nice Guys. Ten questions of Nikita QA as well, where. He asked about, oh man, I want to, I'm not going to be able to get the context 100% accurately, but he's asking Nikita about what limited, you know, we know there's some type of limited stash sharing between the main game and the arena game, like what that's going to look like. Nikita, again, didn't really say anything specific, but it just sort of like, I guess, people were really concerned about this idea of like the main like you going into arena getting a bunch of good gear and then going back to your main game tarkov week one you're rocking around customs of a zabralo and alton and whatever your poison is for your gun and it's yeah so that was kind of a a bit of a debacle there i mean it it seems like nikita or uh, sorry nice guy did a follow-up video where he tried to clarify where Nikita spoke, and I think he played, like, the recording, I guess, because I guess maybe maybe they were, like, in a call together, maybe Nikita recorded the his answers and sent it to them. I don't know how that looks, but, um... I think the latter. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. So, um, yeah, it just, it, it's, I think what Nice Guy was saying, um, feel free to jump in here, Giga, is that, you mm-hmm. know, it's sort of a limited like i think nikita said you know it's it's limited as to what you can like there are restrictions but he never really specifically said what that is yeah yeah exactly we don't have any specifics i mean i think the reason why it became quite high profile was because nice guy put his video out but he Mm. you know he, he skimmed over it in the way that he does and didn't i think people picked up on the way that maybe he'd worded it or something and that sure it just I think it got blown up a little bit out of proportion, yeah. um, to be honest with you. And I think a few people heard about it, and I think especially because like Landmark tweeted about it, a lot of people, they caught a lot of attention really quickly. Oh, that's and, true. I do remember that. <clears throat> yeah, and then I think Nolan came back and said, okay, well, look, I I forgot to add in the bit where he said, look, there's going to be restrictions on what you, what you need to do. And Nikita did say that to him in the audio recording when you actually listened to it back. But I think the crux of it is that yeah, you will be able to swap some gear back and forth, 
But we really have no idea, right, exactly on how that's going to be. He said, of course, with restrictions. So he's not just going to allow, yeah, the ulting gamers to uh, <laughs> yeah to be let loose within week one. Sure. And that be the new meta strategy that you can just play arena for a bit and take the gear yeah. across. I don't really know what kind of gear you would end up taking. It's going to be weird to see that balance, actually, in some ways. Yeah, and that's I don't the know. thing. I don't know. I mean, like, well, like, to me, it's just confusing like, the whole concept of Arena is confusing because, like, he's, you know, they've said that you can loot an Arena, you can take stuff out of the Arena, but, like, why would you need to do that? Like, wouldn't, like, isn't there a point of Arena to, like, shoot each other? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why, are, why are we looting? Like, why do I need to loot anything? That's, I think that's, that's the thing the they've said, though, like, part. you're not going to have to loot. I don't, I don't think you, I think, I don't think they're taking the loot system out. Okay. The loot system is probably in just because it's still in the base game. I don't think they're making the players unlootable, but I think the idea was, and this is maybe was this also from the clarification that Nice Guy said or something, but if it's like a 5v5, mm-hmm. you could loot off somebody that you've killed who's like around a corner or whatever. Right. Because you need you've still gun. got the other people. Yeah, but you've still got the other people who are there trying to kill you. And as soon as you kill the last person, the round's over. So there's not like any looting time or anything. So it really restricts the amount. It's not like in EFT normally where the massive firefight, a 3v3, and then there's like two dudes left, one of them, one of the players died, and then they, they spend the next 15 minutes min-maxing every last slot and putting all of their friends' stuff in the bush, right? It's not going to be the same because as soon as the fight's over, it's just the end. So, you, yeah, maybe you pick up someone's gun because you've run out of ammo and you just need something else or they're in a safe place. You just managed to grab their stuff. Can you? I can almost imagine... A metaforming can you imagine this you know you get a, like a metaforming of 5v5 if you win like a landslide victory just like keep the last guy alive like pinned down and alive in the corner like don't kill him while just, you loot just enough so, so yeah. while we can like loot all his friends but see that's the thing right it wouldn't it doesn't really make sense to have like looting yeah they like I, I get all that but like it wouldn't make sense to like extract with the loot per se like there, there really shouldn't be a reason to have loot extraction because presumably like how do you even get gear to play the arena like what do you do how do you get money you have to yeah, sh- yeah like you can't like it wouldn't make sense to go in the arena loot the golden pocket watch and bring it back to prepper turn it in to get five thousand rubles so you can be like you know so you can run a ak and then you know work like you they're mm. gonna like give you probably stuff to pick from and you're probably gonna like unlock stuff based yeah. off whatever doing something but like i just can't see like you actually looting something, taking it back into your stash, like your arena stash, and then going back into the arena with that gear. Like, it just doesn't really make sense to me. I don't know. But maybe maybe it's like that. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I maybe don't it's know. just like epic gun game. That's Maybe that's just it. So you, everyone goes in with a PM right? at the beginning, and yeah. then you, you, know, you, get, you win a round, and then you get to use the... You know, you get to use... They're nine next, and then you slowly you slowly move up like different tiers, or like something else where you you earn. Maybe you start off with a base of stuff that there's like free items. Maybe there'll be free items, like maybe yeah, the Kedo yeah, is yeah, free, yeah. or maybe you know whatever. And then you can spend more points on certain things, and then right. It will be kind of cool, is because I mean I'm always about these choices, right? We're always talking about choices on here, mm-hmm. and I'm always a fan of things like, and I guess it's sort of a bit like real EFT in some ways, except it's more open-ended in the regular game, is, you know, points limited matches, so yeah, yeah, you can spend 20 points, spend it however you want, you know, but you can only spend 20 points, you can't just go in and spend 400 points, because that's the thing about EFT, you can spend 400 points if you want, 
Like you yeah. can take in a one mil kit and you'll be for playing against somebody with twenty uh with like twenty K revolver shotty. Whereas in arena, maybe for playing the higher tier ones, it's like, okay, well you it's a high tier game, but you can only go in with a hundred points worth of stuff or something. You have to choose what to take. I d I don't know. We're gonna have to see. There's gonna be a ton of game modes. I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. But yeah, this crossover thing caused a lot of a lot of fuss because if you can progress faster in arena which presumably you can because eft is a very long grindy progression based game yeah i think that was what the concern was from is that if you could just like if you're super good and say you are somebody like landmark and you can just whip through and kill everybody because you're just an absolute god of the game and it's all the same mechanics so you're automatically right. insane right. um <laughs> so you just whip through and kill everybody yeah and then you're just like well i'm number one and then off i go to do the gold pocket watch but i've got a Zabralo. I think yeah. that was the, the issue. And they said, oh, well, it's going to be limited. But then if it's limited, is there even any value in taking this stuff across? I don't know. Maybe yeah. you win prizes for your hideout or something. Maybe you can win a GPU. I, I don't that's, know. That's what I'm maybe thinking. Maybe stuff like, like that. Maybe you win, you know. Good rounds. Uh, a Sega shotgun. And now you can run the Sega shotgun. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they would do it. Because I would think you would want to do, un- like, you could have, like, game modes. Like you're saying, like, gun game right you could have like you know first round is revolver second round is sniper well it just rotates randomly like random kits basically random loadouts and you could have ones where like you you it's like a free-for-all in terms of like what you bring in whatever you've unlocked or progressed you know people have the best stuff people are just starting out i mean there's so many things you could do but like what would you bring over like the only thing i could think of was like cosmetic stuff but like bringing actual gear like how would because if you unlock the shotgun, again, this is all hypothetical stuff, but if you unlock the shotgun, like, you wouldn't actually get a physical shotgun. You just get the unlock to use it. Or would you get the physical shotgun? But what happens when you die? Does that player take it? And can he, you know, extract the the arena battle and take that shotgun? Like, it's just kind of like weird. I don't understand Yeah. what it could possibly be other than like cosmetics makes the most like you get like an arena skull mask or something and now you can... yeah like different hats or something or whatever like armor rig which is like a you know the, the, the plate carrier in it of itself which is like the arena plate carrier which is kind of just right. looks cool um maybe like skins yeah, I don't know. or something like, maybe or, yeah or you could buy maybe you unlock it from trader and you could buy it now in tarkov like, i don't know it's just weird it's and then you got the whole Okay. I was just gonna say you got the whole bringing stuff from the re- the main game to arena too. It's like, yeah, what are you gonna bring? More confusing. What? I don't understand that. Are you playing against other people from the main game? Are you playing against other arena people? What if people don't have the main game? Then what? Do they just loot your stuff and keep it in arena? I don't oh know. Oh my god, it's so weird. There's gonna be like some weird freaking RMT funneling <laughs> <laughs> arena and EFT. <laughs> Yeah, they got the RMT people doing like the gambling stuff. They're like betting on matches and people are throwing and, you know, on purpose to like speedrun rubles and oh my God. Because you could like RMT stuff from Arena into the main game. I just don't know. I have no idea how it's going to work. They got some idea. It's just weird. It's weird. It is weird. So yeah, that caused a bit of a stir. It caused a yeah. bit of a stir, but I think it's overblown. I think it sounds very limited. Nikita's obviously aware of the problem. Has said, yeah, it'll be there's a limited crossover. It's restricted. Yeah, you won't just be able to bring in whatever you like. 
We'll see. We'll see. There's so many questions. So many questions. Not enough answers. I know. Mm. When we'll find? When we'll play the first iteration? Well, when will that be? Didn't they say September? <laughs> Did they say September? Uh, dude, I can't I remember what they said. Don't remember. I just I don't remember. Sorry. Did they say three months or something? Maybe they said three months. When was it? When did we have that? Uh, that Arena that talk. Teaser. That was probably only. That was not that long ago. Wasn't that it was long ago? It was in July, was it? I mean, to be fair, they showed some screenshots. Maybe October. On uh, Twitter this week, I think. Oh yeah, that's and true. One of them have was like a stadium that had like idea mm. of banners and stuff on the seats, which was pretty cool. Um, so I mean, so far we could see like two maps and theories. We'll see, man. Yeah, well, and maybe three, I guess, because the original trailer has has two. Because it's got oh, both yeah, the that's air. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got the airport thing and the shopping center. So yeah, we could have like three even. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, so maybe if it was three months, then maybe it's October or, or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, Dude, it's, it's a little bit up. off topic, but if they could pull this stuff off, this, this is going to be a big year for Tarkov because you got Arena, you got the streets, which they're, you know, they're still hoping end of this year. Um, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Lightkeeper is soon, TM. I don't, I don't know what that means. Um, we're probably not going to get the, the taxi thing and probably not the, the boss for streets like the BTR yeah. and, and things like that. I don't, I don't know it. These are some pretty big things. I mean, there's, I don't, I don't know how soon armor hit, hit boxes are coming. I mean, that's been in talks for like what? Well over a year. I want to say. Yeah. That one, he said probably not the next patch, but okay. as soon as possible, I mean, we'll which see. sounds like, the the patch after that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and whether he means big patch or wide patch, I don't really know. Maybe it will come with the streets first iteration. Maybe it'll be in December. I don't know because I'm Let's expecting see. a lighthouse expansion with the yeah, well, not not expansion, but lighthouse upgrade right. with Lightkeeper to be like a patch of some kind. I am an too. intermediary non-wipe. Yeah, I f- I feel cheated, like cucked. You know, <laughs> with the lightkeeper, yeah, like lightkeeper Kakchi, yeah, he did all these shenanigans, right? They were like you're building it up, and then he never came, and then he's been shelved, and it was like all this hype, and then now it's just like, well, you got the islands, which is like, I mean, it's cool. There's a lot of loot out there, but like that was the whole thing. It was like on the top side of the map, you had the rogues, that was like a really interesting place, and on the bottom side, you had the lightkeeper, and that was supposed to be like this really cool map flow thing, but it's just. Now, anyways, so yeah, yep. I feel really cucked that uh, we haven't gotten <laughs> light keeper deep. Yeah, we'll uh, see. I don't want him to appear until they've done a rework of the optimization of the map, personally, because yeah, I played sucks. it a little bit the other day, and it still sucks. Like, it sucks. it's really painful. Playing the other maps is fine for me, but Lighthouse yeah. does not run well. It does not. Especially when you're streaming or recording, it does not run. Like my like I can it runs okay when I'm not doing those things, but if I'm like trying to share my screen on Discord or recording or streaming, it's like it's just mm. ugh, puke emoji. Really, really disgusting. Like it's barely I'm... passable without doing that stuff, but with doing that. How stuff, do you re- how do you record your your screen? What, what what GPU do you have? I forget. OBS. I use I I have a thirty seventy. You have a thirty seventy. 
now. Yeah. Okay. We're using MVENC, right? Presumably, you must be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really takes up that much extra. Okay. Interesting. I, I don't really see any change, any difference. Well, and there is a bit of overhead. But there is, yeah. I mean, Lighthouse, Lighthouse sucks even when I'm not streaming. Let's... <laughs> to be, like, the most recent one, I have my editor up in the background. So, like, that's okay. probably a big factor, like, <laughs> a major factor. But, yeah. yeah. Maybe. I just want that before it comes because, yeah, I, I just don't yeah. feel that incentivized to play Lighthouse. I, I, don't, I don't mind. I, I quite like the map, actually. Okay. But I just don't really play it much. I ask you this. <laughs> well, you haven't played it much, but. Have you played against the Raiders, the swipe? On Lighthouse? Rogues or the Raiders? Rogues, sorry, Rogues. Rogues. Only a little bit. Are they still, like, ridiculous? Uh, They feel the same as they did last patch. Okay, okay. Just curious. Yeah, someone was saying... You still have to lean peek them, and then they die really easily. That's basically it. Okay. I was just curious. (laughs) A friend of mine was, like, we we were playing earlier today, and we we ran into, like, Sanitar, and, like, this is, like, twice time second time it happened and they were just kind of like not lasering us they were like the guards would just like run away like a previous day i was able to left side peek a guard twice and he didn't really like laser beam me which was surprising but i just he was saying they felt like they changed ai and that you know even like the rogues are less stuff but like i don't i don't play lighthouse there are a lot less of them so they changed the number because now, yeah. you, now that it's accessible up there or whatever, it's like they're just nowhere near as many. Okay. Um, and I think that maybe makes some difference because you don't sure. lean around and it's just like, Duh! you know, like you have three <laughs> yeah. people all on machine guns. It's not quite how it was. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I haven't played it that much. I've played a handful of lighthouse raids and okay. shot at some rogues, but they felt the same to me broadly. But yeah, I don't know. I just want them to fix the FPS a bit more because, like, yeah. my PC is not the best optimized PC for Tarkov, but it's pretty good. As mm-hmm. far as gaming PCs go, it's not a bad machine. And all the other mounts run fine. Reserve also sucked when it came out. Like, please just make the optimizations necessary. That Having less rogues probably helps, actually. That probably yeah. does help a bit. Like, you know, I if just... you go horde mode on the factory, even there, it just, like, destroys my computer. Yeah, I can only imagine. I just don't know what more they could do because it is such a. There's a lot to render on that map because the sight lines. Yeah. So there's a lot of costs for that. There is two on woods too, though. No, right? Woods is fine. Woods well, is fine for me. I feel like there's a lot. You stand more. up on top of the big mountain, and I don't know. Woods is pretty huge. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff they could do. Maybe, but I feel like there's less trees, so like you can't like not not render stuff. I don't even That's think it's necessarily negative. just a rendering thing. I think it's a lot to do with like uh, scavenger, like rogue AI and stuff. But anyway, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know. But Reserve ran like a dog saying. too, right? And that map's quite small. And that yeah. has because it had raiders and the button and the train and like all sorts of other like interactable bits and scav spawning in in the middle of the raid and lots yeah. of buildings and people really close together. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know what makes the maps bad. I don't know what they need to do to fix it either. So I'm not going to yeah, pretend yeah, yeah. that I know what they need to do. I Fair just enough. don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, that was a bit, of a bit of a detour to Lighthouse from the whole arena. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just I hope we see some kind of, you know, for sure. some kind of stuff. I'm still I'm still chilling. I'm still chilling progression wise for now. It's OK. Mm. Just moving up, moving up. I think I'm level 30. Eight, seven, eight. I'm, I'm Peacekeeper 4. 
37. Which F1 that is? Or 38. Or 37, okay, fine. Yeah, oh, let, me, let me check. I think it's 37, yeah. <laughs> um, because I wanted to... I did exactly what I normally do. Yeah, 37. I did what I normally do, which is get all excited and buy all my stuff for solar power, and then I go to the unit and I'm like, uh-uh, need Peacekeeper 4. I'm like, oh, no, this is really, really painful. So I'm like, oh, God, let's grind all the good quests to try and get it. I mean, I've actually been, been a lot better at keeping on pushing with the quests. Like, normally, when I get to around this level, I really pull off a bit off the gas, and, like, level 34 to level 42 for me is normally a real grind. Mm-hmm. But with being able to play a little bit more and also just, I don't know, just putting my foot down on them and going, right, we're just going to go and do this. And I think it's just the, I don't know, just the desire and the incentive to just press, you know, press on this stuff. And and I also just like not be afraid to just run like dumb kits. Like I used to always, I used to either do like really super budget stupid kits to go and do the quest things or I'd do them properly. Whereas now I'm doing stuff like, nam2 rig with like a 153 with flechette and i'll just like sprint through the open on shoreline and hope i don't get shot and then just turn up in resort with the shotgun just like all right that's right let's go and you know go and go to the rooms that way kind of things it's like a different approach it's much more of a bold approach which i'm sure has got something to do with playing more and feeling Mm -hmm. more um comfortable rather than feeling you know, spending four days having been busy doing other stuff and then like getting back on and being like, all right, guys, so how do we use this whole mouse contraption? You know, this mm-hmm. is like, it definitely felt like that sometimes when I had to take kind of extended breaks because I was busy. So that, that definitely helps. So I don't know. But yeah, pushing on, on, on the way to uh, 42. Got the solar, solar on the way. Nice. Solar's on the way. Yeah, 50 I hours think... or something when it'll be in. I think I'm 33 or 34. Can't remember. Maybe I'm 35. Yeah, I think I'm 35. Yeah, yeah, I'm 35. So I'm really trying to get um 36 so I can do impact grenade barters so I can do grenadier in like a reasonable time frame. Um, I mean, so think of quests, right? You just what's the most what's the least painful way I can do this so I can get the sweet juicy reward? I mean, that's just like that's all it is. And I was really getting frustrated with the punisher part four or is it five the one where you gotta wear what's the annoying one? Oh, pack- but f- five is the packer one yeah yeah i was getting really annoyed with that one really why you have to wear a pack and a rat rig. i think it's probably the easiest uh or, i think it's probably the easiest punisher of all of them in my in my personal opinion okay how so i just do it on factory because it's that's one of the ones that you can still do on factory that's what i did and it okay and it that's that's the fast way to do it. Um, it's just like that's the thing. It's like I have to go factory. Like, I, I don't know. It's just annoying. The quests just are annoying, man. I just get I was getting really pissed off because it was just like, like sometimes I would like I'd be able to kill one guy because I caught him off guard on like shoreline. Uh, I was trying to stack quests, but his buddy would just instantly kill me because I have a pack on, you know? Yeah. And you go factory, and this is, this is probably what I'm going to lead into, is, is flechettes. You go into factory, and everyone, their mother's running flechettes or a piss, or they're still doing stuff. And flechettes just kind of feel like, fuck you and your armor, you're going to die eventually. Like, dude, it's insane how fast the 153 can shoot. I over... Like, I was just I was having a bad day, so I was getting really frustrated a lot of things, but I ended up, um, so yeah, eventually I caved in, I went factory with, with 153 and flechettes, 
and I, you know, was just throwing myself at people, and I end up killing a guy, but I overestimated how much DPS I was doing, because probably by the time I got two shells out, he was already dead, but I was already dumping the following four shots. And then the next, his buddy comes around the corner, so I only have two shots left, or whatever, and mm-hmm. I miss my shots, skill issue, get good, and he kills me. <laughs> With get you guessed it, flechettes, you know, it's just yeah. like and then later, so I finished the quest right on factory as you know, a couple different raids, and then I, I forgot I only kept one PM pistol. I I somehow Oh, I did up. that as well. Oh, so annoying. So I, I searched all the loot crates, right? It was like a really really chill raid. There was like one or two people that, that fought me in the office. And um I looted like all the weapons crates, I found the PM pistol. I'm like, yes, I can do the turn to get this done. So I'm going towards gate three and I got like a sneaky suspicion. Like it's been a really quiet wait raid. I'm thinking like, is someone extract camping gate three? Going towards forgot- gate three. That sounds like a <laughs> that sounds like a problem. I forgot my I forgot my factory key. Ah. So I was kind of I was, you know, skill issue again. But I heard shots in the distance towards the new area, the expansion. So I'm thinking, ah, you know what? I it's like, okay, I I felt safer, you know. So I go in, I come around the corner, I check, I check the left side. First I peek down the hallway, nothing's there. I check the left side, nothing's there. I go around the blue dumpster, and there's two PMCs prone with flechettes, and they just melt me into shreds. And mind you, I ditched my PACA for a PMC 6B, the rat rig, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't matter, because it's just like, you know, screw you and your armor. But I was just like, oh my god, dude. Why is everyone in their mother running flechettes? Like, this is so annoying. Mind you, I'm running flechettes, but it's just like, this stuff is really good. And it was really pissing me off. So I, I went and looked at it, and I was kind of surprised why, <laughs> why is this stuff so readily available Yeah, where it sits? So, like, all right, let me put it in perspective. I was, doing, I was doing, trying to do some digging here. Right, so within its category of buckshart, buckshart, buckshart. Right. What's the caliber of twelve well, by 12 seventy? Gauge. Twelve gauge, yeah. Twelve gauge, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like middle, middle of in the pack in terms of damage. <laughs> oh my god! No, that's gonna derail my thought. Trying to thought one hundred percent. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm already getting some really bad visual imagery off of yeah. that. <laughs> it's it's a meme in the making, for sure. You're never going to get an emote made for that. It'll get banned. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Uh. All right. So let me uh, let me try to re- regain my composure here. Middle of the pack in terms of damage, right? 200 out of all yeah, the Yeah, I mean, it's quite low, relatively. Well... Because you know, the others do a lot. They do a lot, right? The the other the other lowest one, because they're eight by eight by thirty seven, eight by fifty, eight by thirty five, eight by thirty nine, and then the shed is eight by twenty five. So it's a significant decrease in the total. Okay, I guess yeah. I should specify. I was only looking at, oh, I was looking at both slugs and buckshot. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I mean the slugs are a gauge? lot lower. Like I don't know what the it's like twelve by seventy millimeter is like the. The, the technical the, caliber, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, it's it's middle of the pack in terms of damage overall. Um second highest pin 
from top to bottom. I mean, AP yeah. 20 is, is the highest, you know, 37 versus 31. But here's where it gets really interesting is like you can craft it, right, at level two workbench, which is effectively mechanic two, which is also effectively level 20. I mean, yes, there's like rep and money spent required, but those are kind of givens. Okay. It takes two hours and five minutes to craft it, plus the one hour and 29 minutes to craft the green gunpowder, um, or sorry, the blue gunpowder. Technically, you buy it, but flea market if prices... If you bother doing that, yeah. Yeah, flea market prices fluctuate, so I'm just going to stick with... The, I'm assuming you're stacking crafts here. So it's totally three hours and 34 minutes, right? You need a, a fuel can, presumably empty. Um, whatever, you know, you, it's basically... Uh, whatever. I mean, you could, you could use an empty one, you could buy an empty one. However you get it, it doesn't really matter. But you get 120 shells at around the cost of... 266 rubles per shells. Okay. Optionally, you can buy it from Jaeger, which you have to be level 22, and I assume that's rep 3, I would imagine. That's got to be loyalty level 3. It's Jaeger 3, yeah. But you have to do the quest killing 30 scavs across Tarkov, Huntsman's Pass, Forest Cleaning. Which is obviously not difficult. Right, in any way, but you have to complete kill you six PMCs and practice in the office area first. Yeah, which ideally you would want flechettes to do that, right? Which you, yeah, technically you could do that if you were level twenty. I don't know how realistic that would be. I don't know if you'd be level twenty and be on that quest, but anyways, I'm going somewhere. Give me some time. <laughs> From Jaeger, though, it costs once you unlock it 134 rubles at. 100 shells per reset. Now, we know the reset's, like, what, every three hours and 30 minutes? Something like that, yeah. So it's kind of like, if you want to... At level 20, you can buy them, if you will, for 266 rubles per shell, and you can get about the same amount per reset as you could versus buying from the trader at a discount. Roughly the same figures. It's just a little interesting. So... Or, I guess, you buy them from the fleet for 600. True. At Which, level fifteen is another option. Another option. I mean, the the they are they are not banned from the flea. Why do I have? No, nope, you there? can buy them on the flea. Yeah. You can definitely buy them on the flea. They're expensive, but you can buy them. There. Yeah, and they're I about mean, like they early wipe between like five fifty, and they're expensive, really expensive early wipe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I like mean, they'll, they'll keep coming now. down. Though is the thing, they're going to keep coming down. Yeah. So you you do have that option as well. All right. So this is what I want to jump on now. Like, look at something. Similar in this class, or, or, or in a different category, right? So we're gonna, you know, leave that on its own little island. We'll look at seven six two, okay, for example, like BP, right? Mm-hmm. Again, kind of middle in the pack in terms of damage. It's fifty eight. I think like T forty five is higher, or maybe PS is like one point higher. T forty five is the next higher one. Then you got like HP, which no one uses. Whatever. I was surprised actually. I only noticed this today that. BP is 58 and PS is 57. BP is like one more. Okay, it's yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter, but yeah, I was actually, yeah. I forgot about that. I was like, huh, okay. It normally goes the other way, but whatever. Um, the pin is second best in its class, only outclassed by MAI AP, which, for those that don't know, it's the found in rate only round that has 47 pin, no, 47 damage, 58 pin. Um, yeah, it's 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 really good, right? So it's good. 
for fun and raid only, so you can't buy it. Right, so you can't buy it, so you have to find it. Now, as far as VP goes, you can craft it at level 3 workbench, but you need mechanic 3, which is, again, effectively level 30, if I'm not mistaken, and you need enough rep, yada yada, and build a workbench. To craft it, it takes... This is, this is where it gets crazy, right? It takes 16 hours and 40 minutes to craft it, right? Now, I'm assuming you're crafting the components because it just makes everything easier. The prices are constant because you buy the components to make the gunpowder to make the craft from the traders, so they're always a fixed value, if that makes sense. So, like, for the green gunpowder, I think it's, like, 1 in 67 and one M18 green smoke It's grenade. an efficient craft anyway, so it's actually kind of fair yeah. to do that, because you'd probably be doing that craft anyway. It's like one of the best crafts, so it's actually, in that particular instance, I'm kind of okay with including it. So it takes, again, 16 hours, 40 minutes to do the BB craft. To do two green crafts, it takes a total of three hours and 14 minutes. To do two blue crafts, it takes a total, out, total of two hours and 59 minutes which is a grand total of 23 hours and 33 minutes, which is effectively a day, right? To, if, you, if you want to stack our crafts like that. And the cost is around to craft all those gunpowders to make the BP is around 39,000 rubles, which outputs 120 rounds at 325 rubles per round, which is kind of insane when you think about it. However, it gets kind of interesting because I was kind of curious, like, You get 120 rounds for 325 rubles per round, but at the rate of 24 hours. So you get like every, oh, what was it? Every hour you get five rounds? Uh, no, that can't be right. Let's just do some, pull up the calculator. Uh, 120 about divided right. by 24. Every hour you get five rounds. <laughs> every time that craft completes an hour. Which is interesting, and like trader reset. Uh, let's see, twenty four divided by wait, wait, wait. How do we do? Oh, this? Five half, times three, yeah. So like every, so like every three and a half hours, you would get like eighteen rounds, which is kind of weird to think about. But you get it at three hundred and twenty five rubles per round versus buying from the trader. So like, but another way you can get BP is you buy it from Prepper. You need level. Technically, you can get off level three prepper, but you need yeah. to be. You have to have grenadier completed, which is level thirty requirement, mm -hmm. right? So you got to do that. Then you can buy from prepper, which is a hundred. Sorry, a thousand and three hundred twenty rubles per round. And I don't know how many you can buy per reset. I think it's also a hundred and twenty per reset. I'll check. I'll open the game and I'll check. Okay. So, Church, what's what's the point? Of oh wait, no, this? I can't. I can't check, can I? Because I'm not Grenadier. I'm not quite done. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I asked, check, uh, If anyone yeah. has Grenadier done and knows how many you can buy every reset, that'd be cool to know. But I think it's 120. But I thought so I'd be able to see, but you can only see the prices in the fleet, can't you? So. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of interesting because, like, looking at this now, I think it actually might make sense to craft uh, BP overnight. Um, I don't know. It's such a long crap. If it wasn't 24 hours, maybe if you buy the stuff, I don't know. I haven't had to crunch the numbers again, but anyways, my point is, is like, okay, flechettes, 
is basically the second best round in shotguns. Really, it's the best. It's the most consistent round, right? Like, yeah, AP20 has higher damage, higher pin, sorry, less damage. But, like, it, it like, it's effectively, it, would you not say it's the best? Like, okay, MAIAP is technically better than BP. It's technically better than BP, yeah. I mean, in for which, which is more reasonably can, like, well, accessible, you know? Well, BP, obviously, right? MAAP is, right. like, not really even on the chart. Shotguns is a bit more nuanced, I suppose, because Fichette, you've either got Fichette, Magnum Buck, AP20, and they're used for kind of different things. So... For sure. Like, I wouldn't always want AP20, but... I mean, these days, I would probably say that I prefer Fichette over the others, and I never used to be like that. I yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, to me, it's like... I could go with Buckshot, which has a specific purpose... Just like I could go with Rip Ammo, which has a specific purpose. Yeah. I could go with AP20, which... I just don't feel what you're giving up, because you're giving up a ton of recoil. The The recoil percentage is, is like 50%. Like, it's really, really tough on it. And... Yeah. Yes, it's more accurate, but the pin's not really... I just don't feel it's like, like it... class four worthy, basically. Yes, but so by if you find time... someone with a class five, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, but but by the time, like, here's the snare, like, yes, it's 37 pin, but once you factor in, like, fall off pin from distance, and that's like the case you would be using it as, like, long range, you yeah. know, semi long range. It's just like, it kind of feels like meh to me. Not that flechette would be any better per se, because I did go woods with a flechette shotgun to kill scavs, and it was an ideal shooting at a big rock towards scav house at the scavs. Like it took a lot of, it took like the whole eight shells. Like I could see the red mist coming from them, but you know it's probably like one or two pellets hitting them in the arm or something. Like not ideal. But I guess yeah. my my thing, my point I'm trying to make is like. Flechettes are so like accessible and so freaking dirt cheap, but they're like sitting within their own class. They're like sitting at the top, if not second to the top, right? Yeah. Whereas BP is like again second to the top in its class, but it's so much more less ex- accessible and restricted. Now I understand that. You know, trying to compare an apple to an orange, but with, you know, the shotgun obviously has its drawbacks, you know, like. Yeah. But it still just feels a little odd to me that it's 134 rubles <laughs> and it just freaking destroys armor. I just like, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, am I crazy? No, you're not crazy, right? And there's okay. a reason why everybody is using it. There's a reason why everybody uses it on factory in particular. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're comparing apples to oranges be- partly because BP, you can put it in an AKMN, you can put a voodoo on it or whatever, and you can you can kill people at 300 meters, you can kill people at point blank. It's, you said, you know, when you said it's like middle of the pack in terms of damage, like, yes, sure. Um, mm-hmm. But then from a breakpoints perspective, it's like, it's over the threshold. So it's going to two tap anybody who's not wearing sufficient armor because they just die. If you're wearing class four, you just die in two hits. If you're in class five, you're you know, 50, you're on 50-50, whether it pens or not on the first shot. 
If it doesn't, the second shot is overwhelmingly likely to go through and you'll die on shot three. You know, it's like, that's why it ends up being so insane. But uh, yeah, you take some huge downsides for Flechette, as you said, trying to shoot at, at players or scavs or whatever, at, like any decent distance. Actually, Flechette's kind of weird. Um, and I have covered this before. Is because Flechette is actually one of the slowest. It's supersonic. Subsonic. It's uh, sorry, subsonic actually. Yeah. yeah, and it's one of the slowest pellet type, right. you know, ballistic or whatever's in this game. It means that it retains its damage and penetration power really well. Yeah, as opposed to something like Express Magnum does, just because it's freaking our damage is insane, right? So it's mm-hmm. fifty damage, so or the per per pellet, so it just retains that damage because it's just so much to begin with. Whereas Flechette actually like hardly loses any any penetration power or um damage at all and i've been killed at 40 meters quite readily with the people just yeah. killing me with headshots which which sucks <laughs> honestly i've had at least two deaths this wipe where i've been killed through class three four helmets just with the because they just keep spraying the, the the darts over until you die i don't know what the deal is like I, maybe it needs to be more restricted you know maybe the the craft needs to be longer i don't know the one for the um the one for the metal tin needs to be longer maybe it needs to be on jaeger 4 i don't i think being on jaeger 4 as a purchase wouldn't be too bad because if you make it with the metal tanks you then have the choice well do i sell it for 600 on the fleet or do i use it myself it kind of hurts to use it yourself a bit so that would probably stop people running it people just being able to buy it from jaeger 3 after some quests it's not crazy but after some quests like I buy it all the time from Jaeger Three, and it's it's insane um, because it's so cheap. I think that's part. Of, I think maybe that is the biggest problem. I'm I in, like I'm in favor really of a, like it is. I'm in favor of a small like armor damage nerf to it. Really, just just a bit, just a bit. Because I think from the testing that I did previously, it it two taps every class four in the game. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Two taps yeah. the trooper. Two taps the bat rig. Two taps of the uh, yeah. M2 tactical. Doesn't, doesn't right. matter what it is. Two taps, all of those. Class fives, two taps, pretty much all of them as well. Until you move up to like the Redoot M level, mm-hmm. somewhere around there, they can take three. The third <laughs> shot kills you. That's right? insane. If you move up to the Redoot T5, it can take four shots. The fourth shot is the one that kills you. But the Redoot T5, the massive armor. You, yeah. That, right. And being slightly disingenuous, you have to hit every single like right right right. to make it do that but as you as you said on factory it's not like you're going bang 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 like you are with some other rounds or bp or a shotgun slug whatever you've got it in the 153 and you just go (laughs) down like that right and so you're just going to get them eventually like i had a i had a trio run down glass corridor at me and i just leaned around one of the posts in forklifts and just spammed the trigger (laughs) i didn't even know there were three of them i got killed by the final guy who flechetted me and i killed two of them (laughs) <laughs> it was just oh, insane God. the damage output is absolutely insane but the the problem is and this might actually lead quite nicely onto the final topic actually mm-hmm. once we get sort of towards the end of this the problem is this armor damage thing and the fact that if they take they take two like okay so normally with normally with shotgun shells you have to really decide whether you're going to go for legs or whether you're going to go for the head you kind of have to choose because if you're going for the head you're hoping you kill them with a headshot outright by hitting them with basically two pellets, occasionally one, but it, it sort of depends. Unless you're using Magnum. If you're using Magnum, you can hit them with any pellet in the head. That's fine. But you sort of have to choose between, do you go for the, the headshot 
Do you right. try to get that headshot? With the downside being, if you're hitting arms, yeah, it'll hurt and it'll annoy them or whatever, but also potentially thorax. If you hit them in the thorax instead, and they're wearing really anything, it's going to do practically nothing. Yeah. Or you shoot for the legs, where you've got to obviously apply a lot more damage. If you're close up, and you're using Magnum Buck or whatever, they nearly die in one hit if you hit all the, all the pellets. They, can, they easily die in two shots. But you kind of have to make that choice. With Flechette, you don't have to make the choice. It's brain dead. And that's one of the reasons why it's so good and so easy and so simple to run. Because you just aim at center of mass. You hit them with two darts in the face, they die. If you hit them with six darts twice in the chest, they die. If you hit them in the arms, they're blacked or whatever as well. And you're probably hitting the thorax and chipping away at that armor as well. Yeah. So after three you or four a... shots, they die no matter what. It's the thing. It's it's a consistent average damage because yeah. if it it's still decent damage to their arms, but you're also doing damage to their armor, to their chest, to their stomach, potentially even their head. Like even if one mm-hmm. pellet hits their head, yeah, you don't kill them. But where are the other pellets hitting? Are you blacking their stomach, and then the bleed over damage affects the you know five, ten HP left on their head that they got left over? Like it's yeah, yeah. And that's the thing about it. Like, yeah, it's the lowest damage buckshot round in the game, as we were saying before, mm-hmm. or of that style, because it's 8 by 25. So it's only 200 damage, right? Like, yeah. only 200, compared to the others, which are more like 350 to 400, which, right. okay, fine. But you don't ever need to choose to shoot them in the feet. You don't ever need to do that. Yeah. And that's, that's and the, the thing, thing is, right? It's because yeah. that 320, whatever, you're not considering the effective damage because. If it hits their armor, it all that damage is null. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. I was just, I was just listening. I was just listening. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree with you. It's pretty, it's pretty nutty. I, I'm getting to the point where I think something needs to be done about it. I think armor should be more effective against it. I don't think it needs a massive nerf. Maybe an economic nerf is the best thing to do to start with. Make it Jaeger four. Make it 350 rubles at least mm-hmm. per shot. And then make the, the craft from the box, make that five hours. Right? That would, mm-hmm. To me, that would seem like a reasonable first step to see if that stops people from running a bit more and prevents yeah. people from, from using it. Um, if not, then I think it probably needs an armor damage nerf. Honestly, I don't think it should two-shot every class four in the game. I, re- I just don't think that's... I don't think that's sensible. I, I don't think it should... If you... I don't think it should two-shot a, a trooper. I just think it's dumb. <laughs> Here's the thing with stuff, stuff like that is I don't mind that 3A8 Lupua AP can one-tap class 4. I don't have a problem with that. When it's a rare item that you can... Mm-hmm. Like, it's really hard to get. It's really valuable. It sells for a lot. Like, I don't have a problem with that. Um, Someone said... I don't mind there's an ammo that even gear players have to be terrified of available to basically everyone with some guns at the right range. And like, I get what he's saying, but it's like, how do I say this? You're lowering the bar to this ammo. It's just like the, like I was on factory, right? And I brought, I had the KS and I was doing the, the, you stacking tasks, whatever, doing the the flash bang tasks, but yeah, oh yeah, right off the spawn, I spawned in a new area, and someone spawned that little like gate or whatever, and 
I was I was really trying to stack too many things at once. I was, had a grenade out through the, or like try to throw a grenade or maybe I just jumped up. I'm I'm mistakes were made. I messed up and he blacked my leg, and so really I I didn't want to like die, so I proned. I was hoping he would peek, and he threw a grenade and he was like "fuck you" and your KS twenty three, and then I died and I looked at the death screen and he hit me with flechettes earlier. I'm like, oh, so says the guy with the flechette shotgun that literally everyone runs on. Like, like I don't really get what, you know, but it's just like, when that's the bar, like, why, why should I even wear armor on factory below class four? Like, what's even the point? Like, I don't, I don't really understand, like, what's the, when, when their cost, like, when you could go in naked with a shotgun and you're, Shell that costs you 134 rubles defeats my class four armor that costs me 60,000 rubles. Why would I? Why am I'm not incentivized to run armor at that point? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, like, I also don't mind that there's ammo available that's even geared players have to be terrified of, um, that everybody can run, but you need to have some downside with it. You know, it's like you can run around, you can run around naked and you can use the basic seven mil buckshot and you can kill people with two shots to the legs and everybody Mm -hmm. will die. But seven mil buckshot isn't OP. The reason why Flechette is so OP is you can just spam it. You don't, you don't give up anything for running Flechette. You can just shoot at center of mass. You can hit them basically anywhere in the top half of their body. And after a couple of shots, they're going to die. And that's why I think it's fine. You should be scared of certain things. Yeah, definitely. But those things are going to have to either require you to play around certain stuff. Like leg meta requires some skill. I've tried to play leg meta before, yeah, it's and it's hard. a bit of a pain in the ass. Right, you have to be thinking about it properly. Yeah. If the guy's sat behind a box. It's really annoying. You don't want to shoot arms because it's a point seven multiplier. It takes way more shots to kill them. Right. Like you have to be really on yeah, with your position. positioning and your movement. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Whereas for Shet, you just turn brain off, it's monkey shoot a player. Right? That's off. it. It's just so. Yeah. It's so brain dead. That's why it doesn't make sense because. The game should be all about choices. If you want to use the cheap, the cheap choice that kills everybody, then you're going to have to take some downside with it. And you're, sometimes you're going to get absorbed by armor. You're going to have to choose between going for the head or going for the legs. And there's some kind of element of thought there and some, some extra, I mean, skill or tactics or whatever you want to call it. But yeah. Flechette is neither of those things. And because it gives you everything, as you said, it lowers everything else down. You don't see anybody running good armor on factory yeah. anymore. There's no need. There's just no point because because right. everyone like it's so many people. The factory is basically as as far as so I've been playing quite a bit of factory because I've been doing Grenadier as well, and oh, I nice. play a lot of factory anyway, just as like throwaway games. Yeah, um, and it's just kind of fun. It's like pretty much thirty three percent people running shotguns with well, it's actually more probably for, probably forty five percent to fifty percent of people running shotguns with Fischet. There's I'd say maybe 10% of people running some kind of AK variant mm-hmm. about another 10% of people just doing pistol runs and then another 30% of people using the UMP. Yeah. And that's to me, that's how factory feels right now. But most people, an overwhelming number of people are using push on factory. And I mean, I don't mind using it because it's like, I think I agree with you. I think it's vastly overpowered for the, the price point, the accessibility and the effectiveness and the way that it allows you to do the targeting. And I've been running around killing tons of people on Factory with Flechette. Like, it's, it's an insane man. It's an insane man for what it does. But if you want something that cheap, like, and this is the thing, those other rounds that are cheap and everyone fears exist. 
and you can use them. Like Magnum Buckshot, you only need to be at Workbench 2. And as I said, the other ones, right? Express Buck, you can get a Jaeger 1. It's 9 by 35 damage. That's a lot of damage. That's what? 350 minus... It's like 300... I mean, that's obviously there's a damage drop-off and whatever, but there's well over 300 damage. You can kill people in two shots with Express. Like, it, doesn't matter. it doesn't actually matter what shotgun shell you use. As long as you're not using Flechette, you can actually kill anybody with like matter with, with any of the shotguns, actually. It doesn't really matter. Um, but it's just that lack of... Like it's just it, it has just no brings everything down to like yeah it's just yeah. That it has no downside so right because I'm, you, you I'm, can... especially on factory because there's no situation where you get caught out because it's a long range right you don't have to use eight shells to kill a single well, scav because you're not playing woods. even even then the shotgun itself in its own sphere is the downside right but like the the mini downside of the individual rounds there is no downside to the full shit is kind of what you're saying like I guess. Like you're already accepting that you're getting a downside for using a shotgun. Yeah, in a way, exactly. Because we're talking yeah. about the choice within the microcosm that is shotguns. Exactly. It's like there are downsides to the shotguns. That's that's fine. But even even then, even then, as I said before, I'm running into more and more encounters where people are using. I, I feel like it's bleeding out a because factory. people. Yeah, I actually yeah. think so because people are using them on factory like down glass corridor down office corridor mm -hmm. in the new expansion area of factory down some of the tunnels and going shit man this works and yeah. then they're taking it to the shoreline i've been killed on shoreline twice with flechette like out in fields which is crazy because i ran into people with the new benelli shotgun with the the flechettes in mm. in resort though but yeah and it's because people are going to resort and flechettes work really nicely in resort and i've been running around resort when i need to with flechette shotguns it's been my kind of it depends. Is... I've run all sorts of random stuff in resort, to be fair. Okay. But I've caught, yeah, I've caught, I've caught two faces full of flechette outside on shoreline mm -hmm. so far. And one of them, I was fighting a dude with the SAGAK, and he outshot me with the flechette. I mean, there was a skill issue involved. Yeah. <laughs> I will admit. But the, the other one was really annoying because I bumped into a trio and mm -hmm. um, I couldn't even see them. The guy just spammed flechettes through the grass until I died. That's disgusting. <laughs> and I was like, that is gross. And because they don't lose any, like, drop off or pen or anything right. because they're so slow because of the way that the weird ballistic system works because they actually have quite a good ballistic coefficient because they're darts right on quote apparently they don't actually have any spin or any like gyroscopic effect or anything like this they're not actually stable in real life but the ballistic coefficient is quite good in the game because they're aerodynamic so to speak or whatever and because they're so slow they don't really lose anything because they didn't have anything to lose in the first place because they only go at like 300 meters per second but at 50 meters they still have 24 3.7 damage and 29.4 pen by the time they get to you. So if you're wearing a class 3 helmet, it just takes your head off. Yeah. <laughs> like straight through a ratnik or whatever. Um, and again, you only need to take two to the left eye socket to die. So it's, it's, it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I think they're kind of nutty. But it's, it's especially a problem on factory. Elsewhere, it's not so bad because not you so take bad. the downsides of shotguns. Yeah. yeah. But they're too, they're too cheap. Just... They're too cheap. There's already cheap stuff for the shotgun. You don't, the flechette also doesn't need to be cheap, too. It's not like you're going to suddenly withdraw every... Like, if you want to use it, right? Yeah, you're going to have to pay up for it. Fine. It's like, as you were saying, you were yeah. comparing the two, and BB's like 1,300 rubles from the trader. Like, yeah, it's, it's a much more generic when general round. It works in every situation, sure. But flechette is, like, so much better than, than the others for but that like, particular purpose. It should, be, it should be more expensive, even if you keep it at the same place. Right. For the, for the, you're paying, like, a tenth of the cost, and as you said... There's really no. It's kind of there's there's no downsides of its microcosm, if you will. Like there, it's the brain dead. What'd you say, brain dead monkey round or something? 
Um, and like, here's this is what I was trying to say is like, I'm I'm okay with having a brain dead monkey round. It just can't be valued at a brain dead price. You know what I mean? Like, it, exactly. like it's like if, if you want to have brain this dead really, in way. yeah, if you want to, <laughs> yeah, if you want to have this really op thing, fine. But like, it would be like I would prefer if it was like rare and i find like four rounds of shed like yes okay that's not a lot but to be fair we only need two but anyways you know if i find like some rounds of shed it's really exciting really fun to then have like this really valuable thing that i can now use that's really that's like man i'm gonna feel really powerful you know what i mean like it's like i mean yeah it's like playing halo and like halo 2 deathmatch and every spawn is the rocket launcher like i don't know what's like op in halo or maybe the battle yeah. battle rifle you know it's just like it's not really fun but when it's That's like the in the center of the map and there's like only one battle rifle you know when you get it it's like dang i'm the most powerful freaking master chief on the planet i don't know halo anymore. i like i i accept that argument most of the time for some uh-huh. of the high-end stuff but i i still feel i actually do think that it would only take some economic i don't think flashe is insane it's only in it's only insane. It's only really insane. A on factory because of the ranges, but B because because of where it's priced, it's not even like yeah, you're because it's because it's okay. So let's 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 cheap, say this right dude. because of the downsides. Yeah, because of the downsides on the shotguns and the the spreads and the darts, pellets, whatever. I feel like it's okay. I don't think it's ever going to be like the super meta like everyone's using it on every map. It's just never going to be that. So that's that's okay. That's what makes it kind of alright. But where it's positioned right now, it's not just like good value. Like it's 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 a budget round. Like it's cheaper than like five or five PP. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's yeah, a it's, it's a dirt really, cheap budget run. Like yeah, zero. Just, it's like not zero to hero, but you know what I mean, right? You can run a right. one five three, which is freaking cheap. They're so cheap. You could buy them off the. I mean, if I wanted to buy a one five three, a busted <laughs> one, and they don't really jam, right? Because they're running. You're running them on semi. How many sh- shells do you actually fire at them? I can buy a one five three at sixty six durability right now for nineteen k. I could probably do the barter for about twenty k. How much accuracy? Really cheap. Do you lose for that? Um, I don't even know if it matters because it's yeah. like the whole right. the whole thing. It's like twenty moa, but like who cares? Because I've one hundred percent durability. One is ten moa, so like whatever. Okay. Doesn't matter. Just doesn't matter. Um, but I think that's the thing. Like it's where it's placed right now. It's a it's a budget round. It's, it's a dirt, budget round. It's a budget it round in, same... in a meta. In a meta stat with meta performance, this is yeah. the thing. It's like it should be in sort of the same position as AP twenty in terms. Like mm. you can you can use AP twenty. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but it's just AP twenty is quite expensive and locked behind some traders. Right. Like that's that's okay. I I think it would maybe be all right as it is. What if they just if it was that way around economically, if they just put it, if they just put it up, if they just put the price up and they put it to Jaeger four, I feel like it would be okay because it would prevent a lot of these people just going. You know, rat rig shot. I say these people, me going rat rig <laughs> one five three with a laser on it and just blasting everybody yeah. because I wouldn't. I probably would think twice about it if it was going to suddenly cost me a load of money. And I think like also one of the reasons why it's so budget, right? If you're taking BP in an AK, you've got three mags of BP. Like how much of it can you actually use? Whereas with Flechette, you've just got ten rounds in a in a pocket. You don't yeah. need mags. You just pop them in. In they go. In the boys go. And right. it's, it's a, you only lose ten at a time. Well, you lose eight in the mag and then ten in your pocket. You hardly lose any rounds. With BP, it's like what you can do: stack it with PS. I mean, you could. So then you only lose forty-five rather than ninety. But you, right. you run out of BP really quickly if you want to use a lot of BP. Whereas for Shet, you can just keep. And it's semi as well. It's just like, oh, dude, it's insane because you get eight for the price of what you get eight darts for the price of one. 
man, it's just, yeah, there's so many things about it that make it so good. And I think if you just jack the price up to stop people using it on budget runs, I think that would help. I think because right now it's just the it's the clear go to at the moment. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna do some some in raid scientific testing and just start running the one five three with flechettes as like my main gun and just see what happens. You know. Yeah. I mean, I've run it in a few places, and it. The way you struggle is if you're fighting people who are kind of more geared. Um, because you'll bounce off like ULAX and stuff if people are like running away or running sideways and things. So the spread's just it's the flechette dance are completely serviceable out to any distance that you might want. It's actually just about managing to get them on target because of the cone. That's the that's the yeah. only problem. If you yeah. if you send enough downrange, they will eventually kill them, but the damage is kind of low to start with, so that's sort right. of the issue. Um I guess you could just like take out their try and take their legs out first and then just spam center of mass, but you want to be close, really. You want to be close. Yeah. You want to hit as many of those darts as possible. But it's um, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of it's kind of busted. Um, it's kind of busted. But yeah, yeah it's no, gonna be interesting cool. to see on other maps. I don't know. I'm glad I'm not just like completely modding at my suffering and pain from Tarkov Punisher. Like that day was just like really frustrating, and then it was just like, yeah, I mean, I was I was already salty, and then just everything with factory and. The quest and flechettes. I mean, mm-hmm. it really was mm-hmm. the extract camping that probably set me off. But I was just like, dude, I, yeah, it's like everyone's using flechettes. You know, I'm using flechettes, and then I didn't, didn't really realize it. But I was like, man, this stuff is dirt freaking cheap. This stuff is really yeah. good because I know other people talked about. It. Like I know Jesse's talked about it. But anyways, I just thought I it was... slept on it for ages. Yeah. yeah, another dude, thing. I remember last week because you were you were a non-believer. I was a real, I was a real doubter. Yeah, and then I did all the testing, mm. right? Because then I was like, I you started using it a bit, and I was like, this is really good. But let's see exactly how good. And then I did the whole video on it where we actually tested just a bunch of armors without offline, you know. And uh, and yeah, it's insane. And one of the and this is a this is a perfect segue to the final segment. Yes, one of the reasons why it is so good is because every pellet is you know independently calculated as everything is in Tarkov and so the the damage to the armor that you take is like subsequent so you take the really? first pellet and then that takes a chunk and then you take the second pellet and then it takes a chunk and chunk and chunk and then they start to pen shots 5 6 7 they start to go through and then you die and that's that's actually what causes kind of the class 4 armors to fail in 2 but it's also what causes the cheap class 5 armors to fail in 2 because if it if that wasn't the case <laughs> let's say you had like a full durability gazelle probably a corund would even work but let's just let's just take a gazelle because i know that sure. this one would, works with the gazelle you take like a full blast and it actually protects you really nicely but the the armor's kind of damaged at this point Right, so then you take the damage. Fifty percent like durability. Yeah, from... I think it was a bit higher. I think it was like sixty-five or something. Okay. Um, total left, and then I'd have to go back and look at the file to see exactly what it was. But anyway, you put that number into Battle Buddy, mm-hmm. and because it's class five, right? So the the work that I did ages ago about penetration, yeah, between class five and class four, the the tipping point for the very next shot is around 45% durability, something like that. So with a 65% dur- or 60% durability class 5, you're still actually above class 4 in terms of protection, which against 
31 pen is like 0% chance. You're never getting through, right? Because it's like class four and a half. Like even 31 doesn't get through class five, I don't think. It's like really low. It's like 2% or 3%. So against a 60% durability class five, it's like that whole, you know, it's half again, another level up. Um, and it's just, it's just zero. So if it counted all the pellets together, which it, it, it wouldn't do because it's just the way Tarkov works. But if it did, that second blast would actually also protect you. But it doesn't because the first one hits, the second one hits. You go from 60 to 55 to 50 to 45. Then it starts to pen. Then you're at 35. Then you're at 25. You know, just like as the, as the pellets come through, as the, the darts come through, they damage it more and more. And eventually it just it starts to go through. And it means that the second shot just kills you. It just kills you. And unless you have enough effective durability, you just die. And that's why it only starts to work with Redute. And so I always feel like it's kind of like one shot too short for the good armors because of the way that that works like i kind of don't mind the rat rig dying in two hits i don't mind the mmac dying in two hits i don't really like the trooper dying in two hits because that's the highest durability class fault you can possibly get and 31 pen should actually protect you against that but i do feel that this may have something to do with the armor damage calculation yeah because i was thinking like effectively what's happening you're firing you're firing eight pellets which and they're all hidden individually at separate instances, which I don't know the space between those instances, but it would be as if you were firing, you know, an SMG with a ten thousand rate of fire. Yeah. Eight bullets that do yeah. Mm, which exactly. is interesting and could uh, this may derail you a bit, so um could you could two pellets strike at one instance or are they always separate instances i mean i don't know okay. but i'm pretty sure every calculation happens after another calculation that would make sense just to because me. Of the way it works yeah i don't think you ever get two instances calculated off the same durability i think e- i think the durability refreshes between every calculation even if two shots landed simultaneously I, th- I still think it would do that just because of the way it works but okay so so what's very interesting about this right yeah is as we said, for Shet, there's eight darts with 25 damage each, with 31 penetration and 26% armor damage. Okay. So I had a conversation with somebody the other day in my YouTube comments about just saying, well, it's interesting because this is my understanding before. As far as I knew, you have your armor damage percentage, but there's a modifier depending on what class you're against. So if you shoot somebody with a penetration of two, and you're wearing class four, it doesn't really do any armor damage, as we know, because if you get shot with buckshot, it hardly does anything. It does the minimum amount, right, which I believe is one. I think there's one. The only place where the in-game durability actually matters, other than for the purposes of calculating effective durability using the material, the only place where the actual number that you see in-game matters is the lower the absolute number, the more, sus- more susceptible you are to buckshot-type rounds. Because I believe the minimum amount of durability damage that you can take is is one. So if you get hit by like eight, seven mil mm-hmm. bucks, I think you take eight. Mm. So something like a trooper armor can take a lot more seven mil bucks than something like the rat rig because its absolute actual durability in game number is lower and there's a minimum threshold. Anyway, that's that's kind of an aside. But the argument that I was making was well, obviously it matters what the class is because if you get shot with seven mil buck. 
that's got 26% armor damage, and so does Flechette. Well, but Flechette wrecks armor, but 7 mil doesn't, right? And so my, the way that I thought it worked previously was you have some kind of armor damage, and then it's modified heavily by the armor class you're, you're playing against. Doing the APM testing, I put... So for those who didn't watch it, I tested 366 APM against a bunch of armors because I wanted to know when it one-taps because it's been a question out there forever. They changed, they changed the 762-54 RPS round to under 85, so I don't have to test that anymore because people are stopping to ask the question because it ne- now never one-shots unless it frags, so that's no longer a question. But 366 APM deals 90 damage. So at some point, you know, if, you're, if they're naked and in front of you, they die straight away. At some point over distance, they stop dying straight away, and it's about 80 meters. If they're wearing armor, even for a penetration, there's armor damage mitigation. That is, as referenced everywhere across the whole internet, ever since No Food made his blog, like, you know, in 1066 BC, <laughs> it's about 20%. That's all I've ever had to go on. You yeah. know, what NoFam said, like, five years ago, when he did his right. testing and, and whatever. And it's just the Tarkov hearsay. Well, you know, people say, oh, well, why doesn't it auto pen class four? You say, well, it's, you know, there's armor damage mitigation. It's about 20%. So it's not going to go through because it's 90 times 0.8 and it's lower than 85. Like how exactly that worked, I never really knew. So the interesting thing about this is that I was going to test all sorts of stuff for the APM, but I ended up just doing 50 meters and point blank because mm-hmm. it turned out it didn't really make much difference. The class fours against APM are basically like a 20% armor damage, or sorry, damage mitigation. But then I had a load of data for what the durability was of all the armors after doing the stuff. And I, the, the video wasn't really supposed to be about armor damage, but I was like, I have the information here, so let's just, let's just look at it and just see what happens. So I tabulated it all, and I was like, okay, well, what should the armor damage of an APM be? And here's where I'm, I'm going to shortcut the story slightly because I don't want to go on for too long. But the, the long and the short of it was what I did was I looked at the damage of 90 and multiplied it by the armor damage percentage of 60% to get to like 50-something, right? And when you work the numbers through, that doesn't, that doesn't match up what you see at all because that should match up with the raw armor damage, which is the damage before the destructibility modifiers are applied for the material, right? That's the crux of the argument. You should be able to get back to what the, what the armor was damaged by by doing something from the round's um, penetration or, and damage, looking at what ha- actually happened and comparing those two. Long story short, okay. it, turned, it, it appears, and I think this is the case, but I haven't actually fully tested it yet, but this, this is what I'm going to look into a bit more in the coming weeks. It, it appears that the flesh damage doesn't actually have anything to do with it whatsoever, which is astounding to me. Really? I did not think this was the case. It seems to be entirely related to penetration. And yeah, there oh, is a God. there is some there is some kind of skew for the armor class. So if you're shooting M6 one at a packer or whatever, I mean, I, I don't know exactly how it functions yet. But if you do that calculation with the penetration of APM, which is forty two, and you multiply that by the sixty percent instead, it works pretty well. Um, mm. And there was a bunch of people in the comments that were like, "It's not it's not the flesh damage; it's the it's the armor pen." Someone even gave me a formula on Discord that they looked at previously, like a few years ago, based off NoFam's data and said, here's what I think it is. And it's like, with the durability of the armor, da, 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 with like the class divided by a thousand and stuff. So there's like a modifier in there. So I, have, I haven't tested that out yet, but we will see. If that is the case, right? If that is the case, this would explain why um, Flechette is so nuts because 
you're shooting people with eight. It's the only buckshot <laughs> with any pen. You shoot yeah. people with eight darts with 31 pen each. Doesn't care what the actual damage is. And it means that you're taking, I mean, the armor damage percentage is relatively low for a round. Relatively, I should say. But I mean, what else is good at busting through armor? I don't know. We could just like do a quick, I've not actually even done this yet. This is literally okay. me just thinking about it live. So 31, BP. yeah. So 31 damage, so it's 31 pen on the vachette. Mm-hmm. And the armor damage percent is 26%. So that's really? eight. That's eight. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's quite low. It's quite well, low. What's the. So that's... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. This is just for the flechette. So this is eight yeah, yeah. raw points of armor damage, which is basically before any of the destructibility modifiers Cause... have been applied when you go into effective durability land. But you've got eight. You've got eight shells, right? We've got eight. Sorry, eight darts. So that's 64 raw armor damage. Now, if we go to BP. As you just said, let's just have a look at BP. So that's got penetration of 47. So it's already lower. <laughs> and then the armor damage percentage is 63%. So that's 30. 30 raw armor damage versus like. Oh. I thought the armor before. damage percent on the was much higher, but I guess I remember it wrong. Okay, interesting. So it is, it is low, but there's eight, there's eight darts. So yeah, it's like double sense. the damage of BP if you hit someone with all of them. Like technically, you could say eight times twenty-six. In a sense, probably not. Well, it's like for for Flechette, it's like eight times eight, basically, because it's th- it's thirty-one by twenty-six percent, so it's eight. So it's eight for per pellet per per dart. So times eight, you got eight darts, sixty-four armor damage versus like BP is like twenty-nine. If we're just talking about raw numbers. So it's twice as effective at destroying armor as a as a as an individual so bullet you, BP. Individually, they're not that effective, but there's loads of them. So you take the penetration power, and from that, you take the percentage of the value of the armor damage percentage to get. Yeah, it the seems seems to be. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it on, if, so let's look at it for APM. Yeah, just because that's the one that I did it for. Okay. So if you look at um, if you look at APM, that's got forty two pen. It has 60% armor damage, so that's 25 armor damage in, a, in its raw state. Okay. And then what you do for it to get the actual damage that you do in game is you then multiply that by the destructibility constant, you know, the one that we've got above the table, which depends on the material. So aramid is 0.25, glass and ceramic is 0.8. So if you're shooting against a gazelle, ceramic is 0.8, so you take the 25 and you times it by... 80% or 0.8. So it should do 20 damage to a gazelle. As far as the armor damage, durability yeah. being removed. So it, yeah, so it should take 20 points of durability off a gazelle when you shoot okay. someone. So um, back to the flechettes then, what you're saying is because it's every pellet's doing 8 armor damage, essentially. Yeah. That's true. Well, okay, so there's a bit of a modifier based off the durability type the material type and the class of armor as well i think so yes i think there's a modifier there's a modifier based off class so this is this is too simplistic just looking at the raw number yeah i get Um, get so so that's why shooting at a gazelle with the shed and even with apm honestly the armor damage is probably not as big um, as as it looks, I mean, I actually have the table. Let me let me just grab the table up. Hold on, I've I've got the I mean, information that I took from this with across a couple of different ones. Te- there's also the thing that complicates it, which is that a penetration, I believe, actually doesn't like 
more like, less armor damage than an absorption as well. <laughs> just to Itch, yeah, God, this just to make it like more complicated. So complicated. But to be fair, with the, with the round with APM, it was actually very similar. It was like twenty two armor damage for all of them, pretty much. But this is what I need to do some more. Need to do some more testing because it should be twenty five, and it did like twenty two across everything. It did twenty to a hex grid, and twenty two to the class fours. And 21 to a class 5. So it didn't seem to make that much difference. But maybe it's because the... I don't, I'm not sure. I need, to have a, I need to have a look. I need to have a look at it. This is the thing. Like This, this is not yeah. concluded. This is not yet concluded. This is um, a definitely a work in progress. But it's a big step along the way. I was trying to it's see a big step along the way. Battle Buddy had... Um, something to do with uh, durability per bullet. I don't think it does. You can simulate it though, can't you? Um, because you're on the, the uh, yeah, the iOS iPhone. master race. Phone's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so scuffed; it's cracked all over at the top here. The like work the touch screen <laughs> to try to get it to work. It's so bad. Like, look at this. <laughs> so... Oh no. <laughs> um I can't fiddle with it to get the work, but uh <laughs> anyways. Huh, that's interesting, dude. I don't know. That it sounds like a future yeah. video coming to a YouTube channel near you. Quite quite possibly, because I do think that this has some interesting implications. If you can just if you can work out exactly what the damage is going to be. I mean, I guess it's already kind of done in Battle Buddy, sort of, but it explains a few things that I never really understood before. Like, this has never yeah. been apparent to me, like, exactly how much damage these things do, but it's it actually makes so much more sense when you look at the penetration. Um, it's crazy. I just assumed that it would be the raw damage, the flesh damage. Yeah, I just assumed, right? And this is always right. the... the the stupid thing, right? You need to think outside the box. But I was like only at the beginning of thinking about it. And I just sort of put some thoughts together. I was like, oh, this is kind of my first take. I don't know. And just released it and just wanted to get some community feedback before thinking about it too much. Um, so that's and why, yeah, I mean, I think that's why Flechette's so good. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And that's generally speaking why pen, high pen is so good. Because I would assume most of the time, high pen equals high armor damage. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the armor damage percentage that they've set on the rounds, but especially when you get up to the 7.62 NATOs, now there's actually some there's actually some big disparity, but it's the reason potentially why M62 Tracer is actually works quite a lot better than M80 normally, because you go from 41 pen to 44 pen, but you go from 66% armor damage to 75% mm. armor damage, which can make a big difference. And M61 is like 83%, so it's even higher. So it's very, very high. It does a lot of it does a lot of damage, and the penetration is pretty high too. It's very interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. Very interesting. I I'd never really looked at the armor damage percentage stat before, particularly. Man, so there's like a so like this is interesting. Five eight five a one. It's like a new discovery, so I'm fascinated. Eight five a one compared with five five a one. They have the same armor damage percentage, but obviously 5581 has a higher pin. So not yeah. only does it pin higher 
tiers of armor, it also damages armor more effectively. Correct. So it's like a double bonus. Exactly. It's like a double because you're more <laughs> likely to pen on shot two. Yeah, that's crazy. Because you did more damage with shot one. Yeah. And you were more likely to pen on shot one in the first place. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. Dang, is M995 it... goaded now that it's got a damage buff of 42? Well, it's only the pen that matters. I know, but it's got higher pen and higher armor damage. It goes like, like which was, because previously, what was the damage of M995? Wasn't it like 39 oh, or something? It? Or like 40 or something. I can't, yeah, I can't remember the yeah. precise number, but yeah, it was around there. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying now that, like, you know, the bell, oh, sorry, hit that mic bump, I hit the bell's <laughs> going off. It's just like, I guess it really doesn't, it's not goaded because you still can't do tap. Anyways, anyways, well, you that. say you can't do that. You say you can't do that, but it has. Remember, true. It has really, it has really high frag. True, the frag. Can't the frag chance is super high, Sorry. and it's 32 percent. I had, a, I had another. It's not. It wasn't an argument. I had a discussion about statistics mm-hmm. with um, a, a set of commenters in the chat because they were like, "Oh no, it's not. You know, greater than fifty percent chance to get." One fan, and I was like, I wanted to get one frag, and I was like, I think you'll, I think you'll find it is, I think you'll find it is because there's kind of two ways to go about working it out, right? You've got for M nine nine five, you've got a thirty two percent chance for a fragment. So across two bullets, you've got there's like four outcomes, right? Either neither of them fragment, one fragments, the other one doesn't. The other one fragments, but the first one doesn't, or they both fragment. So the easiest thing to do, because you don't really care out of those four scenarios, you just want three of them. You want any of them where any fragmentations happen whatsoever. Yeah. Um, And so the way that I went about it was doing it the other way. So you say, well, it's got 32% chance to fragment. But what that means is that it's it's actually a, um, what even is that? Yeah, like 68% chance to not fragment. So 68% of the time you don't get a fragment. And basically what you need to do is 0.68 by 0.68. So the chance of not getting a fragment is 46%. So the chance of getting a fragment of any kind is 54%. There's actually over 50% chance that you'll, do, you'll, you'll get a fragment of some kind. And if you do 42 times 0.5, that gives you 63 for one frag. Add the 42 on for a non-frag, which is the worst case scenario out of those three scenarios. So if you frag twice, right, they die anyway. Yeah. So the, the two like, middle scenarios, that takes you to 105 damage. And it's got such high pen that the mitigation's not going to be enough. So 55% of the time, you two-shot them. And 45% of the time, you three-shot them. Because you don't get a fragment. Which is kind of interesting. I thought it was kind of interesting. Yes. The high frag chances do change the, the, the mathematics a bit. Yeah. And it's the same for A1, 5.6 A1, and 5.5 mm-hmm. A1 as well. And it's another yeah. reason as to why 5.45 just kind of sucks, because the frag chance is only 16%, and the damage is also lower. It makes an enormous difference to the overall damage of something like 5601 if you're just hosing somebody down. Yeah. It makes a big difference. It, it puts the damage uh, into like the 60s. I've been using 5601 and it's pretty solid. Like I like the only time it really feels bad is like distance sniping. Like I haven't had anything like ricochet or you know just like hit him and they're fine, you know. I haven't had that, but um I had someone bounce a TC2000 yeah it's which is annoying i killed them anyway but yeah it was just yeah. it's just pain but people are saying like oh 76 tps is like so insane oh it's so insane this way it's so insane it's 57 damage and 35 pen right 56 a1 is 54 damage and 37 pen so it's 
two more pen in the in the bit of the penetration spectrum where it matters the most mm-hmm. right it takes you from like a 30 percent pen to a 55 percent pen chance against class four which is really really big that's a big deal and it's only three less damage in an area where it doesn't matter because two shots is 108 damage which is well enough even with yeah. um, with with mitigation so unless you're shooting against class five where they're both not going to do it and then the layer on top of that, which is what makes 5.5A1, um, 5.6A1, is the fact that the guns are way better at a much lower price point. Right? You have to, to get to the same recall as like an MDR, you have to get, you have to mod an AKMN like crazy yeah, you know, to get yeah. to the same. And then you've not got the same fire rate, even still. Like AKMN right. is like 600 versus, versus 650. And you've got all the ergo. I, I think 5.6A1 <laughs> is really good. Honestly, 5.6A1 is my fa- probably my favorite round right now. I still think it's my favorite oh. round at the moment. Like I've just unlocked five five, and I'm using that like at the top, and then five six underneath. That's really what I want is five five. I'm using six a one. Like I I got this meme build. It's it's another church special. It's it's an MDR. <laughs> I my buddy inspired me to try it out. It's an MDR hundred round mag because you it has high ergo right. So you just buy the hundred round mag. It's it's cheap because no one runs it. Load it all up with six a one. Hey, if you die, whatever, four bucks around. You know, you, you can recoup that cost. No big deal. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I I did that with the mini monster because I fascinated the mini monster. So you know, again, because this barter. Yeah, the barter and um, it, you know, it's very. We don't really care too much about ergo. We just want to be suppressed because it's the MDR and we you know we talked about this before, so I won't go into it. But and you keep it super short. Yeah, it's super short. You know, it's nice for insurance dumping. They can put in their backpacks. You know, the the three slot mag makes it a bit of an issue, but whatever, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> the point is, I did it because interchange. You were doing some backpackless runs. I had to kill PMCs or whatever, but yeah, just that's it. That's the only mag. You know, just don't <laughs> just use the hundred bullets, and that's it. You know, because I don't want to bring time. any backup. Yeah, I don't want to bring any backup mags because that's a that's a two by one slot that only holds thirty rounds. You know, and it's like that's wasted rubles, man. That could be a, a LCD, you know, working LCD. <laughs> funny. Dude. I mean, it's good you've got like three and a bit mags worth of ammo. Basically, right? You just yeah, hundred and one rounds, one in the gun, a hundred in the yeah. mag. You know, just don't panic and you know waste a million rounds on the scab. That's all. It's, it's yeah. just yeah, it's great. Got to keep you cool. But yeah, it's actually been like five six one a one. You know, I said like last cast. I'm never really was a big fan, but I've been using it. Because different quests and whatnot, and it's 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 actually pretty good. I've been killing PMCs. Like I I shredded a guy off a gazelle with um six a one. Like it's you know I mm-hmm. caught him I caught him uh off guard, but I still was able to kill him before he ran away. You know, so I was like, okay, yeah, this isn't this isn't. Yeah, crap. my TC man was also wearing gazelle, and I killed him with five six a one. Yeah, it's actually like pretty. After I headshot him with solid. it and didn't didn't kill him. Yeah. <laughs> It's just because the damage is so high. I think with the damage buff on that really made a big difference, actually. Like, yeah. as I said, 54 is just, like, primo. It's primo. Because if you do, if you work it out... Um, oh, how, did, how did I do this again? I can't remember now. It's like... 33... God, what was it? It was like, I, I like looked at... There was like a formula that I had for this. Two, one. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's that's it. I worked out a quick formula for working out the average damage. Yeah, so it's 63 average damage. If you just average it across all shots, That's including really... fragments, because the fragments are so high. 63! It's like almost a flesh up. round. Yeah, it's pretty high up. Yeah. Borderline a flesh round. I and mean, if you do the flesh calculation, it 
without any without any um kind of like round distance drop off or whatever it's a seven shot kill so here's the final question i have of all this we talked about fragmentation does that also proc armor damage so do you get like a double double bonus don't know i wouldn't have thought so because i think the fragmentation happens inside the body i think it happens after the penetration yeah i believe but i don't i don't know obviously that's not going to matter for flechette or any of those because they have zero anyway right so they can't frag but that would be interesting to know if yeah i feel like we would fragmenting yeah I don't know. There's another question that somebody else asked me as well, which was, if you get a fragment on a black limb, does the damage propagate through the fragment as well? I don't know the answer to that either. I it's on the list. So. <laughs> it's on the list of things to test. Yeah, that's so cool. You got um, offline mode, go test with like some of your viewers and do these tests in a more yeah. efficient, succinct manner. I've only done this APM one so far. Yeah, yeah I mean, this, this leads me on to the very final point I guess I'll make before we probably should wrap up, but... Yeah. um. The very final point, which is I'm going to test, and I've said this a few times, I'm going to test at some point, I haven't got around to it yet, but I'm going to test the new Tasmanian, whatever it's called, rig. The, you know, the Class 6 rig that everyone's everyone's pooping on because they're oh, saying, okay. oh, the durability's 40 or whatever, and it's like, it sucks. Yeah. I think the I think the issue with that is that when I, whenever I make my armor guides, I always make them like relative to their own class. Like, I don't normally make guides, unless I'm doing two very specific armors. Like, I did, like, Trooper versus... Corrund, for example, because mm-hmm. um, there's lots of other factors. But just looking, just thinking about like durability and penetration and whatever, it's kind of hard to compare apples to apples. So yeah. this thing is ceramic and only forty durability. So the effective durability is fifty, which is really low. Like if you go and look at the class five armors, I think what's what's the what's the lowest class five armor, which is the the Corrund. That one is sixty four effective durability. So this thing is like fourteen lower than that, even right at oh. fifty. So everyone's like, oh, it's just rubbish. You know, the, the durability just sucks, whatever. But if this stuff about armor damage is correct, it depends on how much the tail wings skew on this thing based upon class of armor and the armor damage reduction based on class. Because, yeah, you've got your raw points we were calculating just like 10 times the percentage, right? Fine. But if you end up doing half the damage, to a class six because you're using something around the 40 pen mark which pens class four well that could make it actually much more valuable that could make the against against class four rated rounds a class six worth more than a class five it means it means the durability wouldn't necessarily be one for one you know what i mean and so the class six might end up having a hundred durabilities worth of class five durability against a class four rated round so ends up being better even though it looks worse because class six has more protection against lower rounds because the pen and the armor class gap is like way wider. Right. So rather than just dealing the raw damage, it deals like a fraction of the, of the damage and ends up staying alive. And part of the reason why, like I've only got anecdotal experience at the moment because I haven't done the test yet. And the anecdotal experience so far is that I got shot with an M80. I got shot then with a 5.6A1. I then repaired it and I got shot with another M80. <laughs> and this thing just like kept on trucking. And this thing's supposed to have really low durability. So need some real tests. Let's see. I would I would think that because the armor type is it's ceramic, right? Which yep. is the worst modifier, 0.8. Yep. That that would play a major role into it. 
because the modifier is so high. Like, it would... Like, in other words, I would rather have... Like, which would be better? 100 durability ceramic class 6 or a 20 durability... You know, 20 out of 20, 100 out of 100. 20 durability... Um, What's the best one? Aramid? Um, yeah. Like, which would be better? Because I would think that... Because Aramid has, like, a point two modifier versus the point eight. I mean, I guess they're equal in this case, unless I'm mad at math, which I might... That's the thing, right? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't actually matter, so mm-hmm. to speak. And that's, why I, and that's why I said before that the in-game durability doesn't matter for anything other than, A, the minimum durability damage, which is when you get buckshotted, because that's the only thing that matters, because it's, like, one point on a 40 durability, it matters more than one point on an 80 durability. All right, so that's the only place that really matters. Outside of doing the effective durability calculation, which already takes into account this material factor. Because right? the effective durability basically allows you to compare apples to apples and evens off yeah. this, this in the first place. So the Aramid armor will have, you know, if it's got 20 durability, the Aramid armor will have 80 effective. And then the 100 durability ceramic will have 120 effective. So that's, then that's how you then compare those things. But it's the intra-class, sorry, the, the inter-class relationship that I'm interested in as to, like, how much the armor damage changes. Because we're saying, yeah, sure, it might have the same durability. But do all of the armors take the same damage from the same round? Because if they take a different amount of damage because of this modifier, that means that class 6 takes less damage from... Because like, if you shot class, class 6 with a with 7 mil buck, like, it wouldn't do anything, right? So, that right. yeah, so, like... Even if you had two armors that, t- that had the same effective durability, would the class four, say you had like 20 more armor damage, the class four loses 20 points. Would the class six of, of effective durability, would the class six only lose 15 or 10 or something? Because yeah, then see. that would make, against certain rounds, that would make the class six effective durability worth more than that of the yeah. lower classes. So you couldn't then compare the effective durability properly for certain rounds. So I'm not sure. I don't know. We'll see. That's interesting. So if kind of what you're we'll saying see. is like if you take a low, you know, like, PS seven six two. Mm. Shoot a class four armor. That's air. It's like the best. What's the best class four durability? Trooper. Trooper. I Trooper, think like UM. Yeah, the right. polymer material. Whereas like the worst class six. You know this new contender, ceramic forty out of forty. Potentially, the class six has higher effective durability, just because it's a class six because of the armor damage. How the math works yeah exactly so it'll take it might take a lower percentage of its total because that's that's fundamentally all that matters right mm-hmm. because all the all the armors work off the percentage of what they are now versus max and the dur- the armors with the the worse and have lower durability just get to zero faster when you shoot them you know if you shoot a gazelle it goes from 100 percent to 50 percent if you shoot a, a reduced t5 it goes from 100 percent to 80 percent and so the second shot is nowhere near as likely to go through. That's the only reason why durability matters, ultimately. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, does a class 6 then take less of a percentage of its total than a class 4 when it gets hit, even if they've got the same effect of durability, is really the question that I'm going to answer. Yeah. I don't know the answer to yet. But it's interesting, and it's all kind of led from this. It's like all the background work and then this APM thing, and then asking, you know, just saying, here's the data, what do you think? 
And people being like, it's the pen, it's the pen. And I'm like, oh, I think it's the pen. You know, we're slowly getting there. That's we're cool. slowly getting there. Look forward to that. I think that's I think that's it. That's my brain dump for the day. Yep. Hey, this was a long one. Good a good scav talk sesh though. Mm. Indeed. Cool. Indeed. I'm tired. Yep. <laughs> I'm hungry. That was deep. There was there was, was, deep. was deep. We went, I really we went liked, real deep today. I really like the part where we talked about the uh the buck shart. That was my favorite. I was my yeah, the buck shart was good. <laughs> yeah, that was really that should deep. forever be, forever go into uh <laughs> Scav talk legacy, you know. Yeah. Cool. So it's buckshot. <laughs> Too funny. Too funny. I'm right. trying to get to sleep knowing that information now. Yeah, I, yeah. Maybe after the cast, I'll, I'll tell you my uh, depiction of what I imagine that looks like. But for all the <laughs> viewers and listeners, I'll save you that. So um, we'll catch you all next week. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a good one. Catch you later.